Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. What a sight, what a venue, what a moment as the NASCAR Cup Series makes history day by racing on a street course for the very first time. The venue, a 2.2-mile, 12-turn street course in downtown Chicago, Illinois, and the moment just didn't happen. This project has been in the works for the past several years, and today that dream, the planning and preparation becomes reality. 100 laps, 220 miles for the 37 race teams, the Grant Park 220 is next on the Motor Racing Network. Live coverage of this historic event. Jeff Striegel alongside Alex Hayden. It has been a wet day, a very wet day here, but a very special day. And we'll have more from the Chicago Street Race in a moment. Napa! Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad. Rubber-coated hardware for a better fit and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Here's the starting lineup for the Grant Park 220, sponsored by eBay Motors. The perfect fit can be hard to find, but with eBay Guaranteed Fit, the parts your vehicle needs are a click away. Just look for the green check. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Two drivers did not record times yesterday during qualifying, and those two drivers are Justin Haley and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. They will start 37th and 36th. Starting 35th is Kevin Harvick. Ross Chastain will start 34th. 33rd, Ty Dillon. 32nd, Harrison Burton. And starting 31st is Austin Sindrick. The 30th starter is Andy Lally. Austin Dillon starts 29th. Ryan Priest goes 28th. Josh Balicki is the 27th starter. Starter. Chase Elliott starts 26th. Todd Gilliland, 25th. Eric Almarola goes 24th. Noah Gregson, the 23rd starter. William Byron starts 22nd. And Eric Jones goes 21st. Starting in the 20th position will be Brad Kozlowski. Corey LaJoy will start 19th. Kyle Busch, 18th. Starting 17th, Ryan Blaney. Chase Briscoe will start 16th. Chris Busher will start 15th. Bubba Wallace will go from 14th this afternoon. Alex Bowman will start 13th. 12th starter, Ty Gibbs. Martin Trex Jr. will start 11th. Starting 10th will be A.J. Allmendinger. Joey Logano will go 9th. 
Jensen Button starts eighth. Kyle Larson is the seventh starter. Michael McDowell starts sixth. Daniel Suarez goes fifth. Christopher Bell will roll off in the number four starting spot. Shane Van Gisbergen will start in third. Tyler Reddick starts second. And Denny Hamlin grabbed the pole, the first ever pole here on the streets of Chicago, at a uh, speed of 89.557 miles per hour around this 2.2-mile 12-turn road course. 100 laps, 220 miles coming up in the Grant Park 220. We came on the air and said, what a sight, what a venue, what a moment. And it certainly is all of those things and more, Alex Hayden. This facility, the effort that went in to put it on, magnificent. We're about to see it unfold. And how about a tip of the cap to all the race fans who have stuck it out. They've been here in the torrential rains all day. They've had a ball. And the fans have waited a long time. Delayed, but certainly not out as we get ready to take you trackside now for what you've been waiting for. The command. Here at Chicago. It's time to pass things off to our Grand Marshal, here to deliver the most famous words in motorsports. Chicago Bears quarterback, Justin Fields. What's up, Chicago? Drivers, start your engines. Engines beginning to come to life. There's a couple of them that are firing up. We're getting closer and closer to the first ever green flag on a NASCAR street course. There have been bumps along the way, hurdles to clear, but the engines have fired and we are ready to put them out onto this racetrack. Again, it's a 2.2 mile, 12 turn racetrack that was built on the streets of downtown Chicago, and there's some pretty famous streets among those. Is there not, Alex? There absolutely are, and some amazing landmarks right here around Grant Park. The start-finish line in the front stretch is on South Columbus Drive. That is uh, going to be southbound as they work their way down turn number one. South Columbus Drive is used. East Balbo Drive is used. Lakeshore Drive is used. East Roosevelt Road then we go to the Congress Plaza Drive, Michigan Avenue, and East Jackson Drive. It's really cool. Around Grant Park, the Buckingham Fountain, the Chicago Art Institute, Soldier Field, and all the skyscrapers right around this racetrack. Navy Pier, and of course Lake Michigan is about a block to Kurt Becker's right. As a matter of fact, let's introduce you to Dave Moody and Kurt Becker right now. A couple of others coming your way here in just a little bit. Dave Moody is positioned out in turns one and six. He'll explain here from Barry, Vermont, and a very wet Dave Moody. Dave, thank you for what you've been putting up with all day, but that wait is about to pay off. It's paying off right now because here comes the field beginning to make their way off pit road. Let's give you the lay of the land at this end of the racetrack. You already mentioned as they cross the start finish line and take the green flag, they'll come southbound on Columbus Drive. The uh, front straightaway, as it is at most tracks, is adjacent to pit road. Turn one is a hard 90-degree left-hander, perfectly flat. Kevin Hart it came to grief here in qualifying yesterday when he clipped the inside wall, went straight across and pounded the outside asphalt. One other thing to look out for here in turn number one, the pit road exit empties out right into the middle of that very tight first turn. So if you've got cars on the racetrack and you're coming off pit road after a green flag pit stop, it could be a little bit tight and a little bit dicey as they make their way through that left-hand turn number one. Now,
that a short shoot down to turn number two, where they will take a, a hard right and come to the attention of Kurt Becker. And thank you, Dave. We are positioned at the intersection of Lakeshore Drive and East Roosevelt Road. We're at the southernmost point of this layout. As the cars come down Lakeshore, under dry conditions, the speeds would reach 150 miles per hour, less so as we start with damp pavement here this evening. Under braking, hard right-hander, almost a 90-degree right-hand turn on to Roosevelt. That is uh, turn number four. And then East Roosevelt is a short shoot up to turn five, hard on the brakes, then back up to speed off of turn number five. That turns the field back around in a northerly direction on South Columbus, headed back up toward Dave Moody. And here they come again as they make their way off turn five to South Columbus. This is a long, straight drag strip portion of the speedway on a dry racetrack, 155 to 160 miles an hour. Probably nowhere near that here in these wet conditions. They'll make their way here to my feet, literally four feet from my vantage point, where it'll be a quick deceleration, hard on the brakes, downshift all the way to second, some of these drivers even to third for that left-hand turn that will take them back out now onto East Balbo Drive, now in the other direction that they were going before, a busy part of the racetrack. Then they will come in to the right-hand 90-degree turn number 7. They'll make that turn on to Michigan Avenue for only a quick second or second and a half as they go from first to second gear to a right-hand flick of the steering wheel to turn number 8. That will take them on to East Congress Plaza Drive. That is a long, sweeping, continuous left-hand turn, a slight incline. They'll apex East Congress Plaza Drive and turn 9 start to descend down the hill, stand on the brakes, and start the downshift process again as they go to turn 10 and back on to Michigan Avenue. Yeah, back on to Michigan Avenue for the remaining two right-handers. Turn 11, a 90-degree right-hander off of Michigan Avenue onto East Jackson Drive, uphill past the Geico restart zone. We're going to talk about that in just a moment to the final turn on this course. Turn 12, a 90-degree right-hander that takes them back out onto the main straightaway, South Columbus Drive. Once they make that right-hander, just a blast across the start-finish line. And that is one lap, 2.2 miles in length. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy Ford tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Back here at the Chicago Street Course, let's take a trip down the pit lane. We start at the exit of pit lane, and the Motor Racing Network lead pit reporter from Halstead, Pennsylvania, Steve Post. It's a whole lot of scrambling down here as crew members are now in the ready position. Some of the teams working with squeegees to make sure that their pit boxes are dry. Some are stretching. Some are jumping off the wall just to make sure their footing is good. Backward pit stops are going to be new here for this season at this race. As the cars, if you're standing on pit wall, if you're in the crew chief 
up in the pit box. The cars will enter the pit box from the left, will exit from the right. So this is the backward pit stop. We will see this here at Chicago. We'll see it at Indianapolis, and we'll see it at Watkins Glen. But this is the first time this year. The fuel filler is on the right-hand side of the car. And uh, so a lot of differences. The crews have been working hard this week on these inverted pit stops. Right now the crews are working hard on making sure that their pit boxes are as dry as possible. Those are some of the things I'm keeping an eye on on pit out. To the entrance of pit road, Chris Wilner. And that pit in, Steve Post, is going to be one of the most treacherous pit entries here on the NASCAR Cup Series schedule. It's a hard right turn, 90 degrees off of turn 12, and you're going to have to make sure you signal coming off of turn 11 before you dive to pit road, or it could be calamity trying to get your race car to the pit lane. Once they do, 35 miles an hour, and of course, all eyes will be on when possibly a dry line could develop here as the weather conditions continue to improve. The racetrack possibly could dry out a little bit. So talking to some of the crew chiefs up and down pit road, they said the drivers, it's all on them. As soon as they want to go to a slick, they expect pit road to be really busy. Those are the things I'm watching here at the head of pit road. Going to be exciting. A lot of unknowns as we get ready to go green. That is Steve Post and Chris Wilner. They will be together down on Pit Road. You've already heard from Kurt Becker and Dave Moody. Jeff Striegel alongside Alex Hayden. One to go as they came by the start-finish line. One more lap, and we go under the green flag. 37 drivers right now trailing three pace cars. One, Chevrolet Camaro. One, Toyota Camry. The other one, a Ford Mustang, all led by Kip Children. And those are all three of our manufacturers represented in this first street race in NASCAR's Cup Series history. The Ford Mustang being driven by NASCAR official Jason Brownlow. The Chevrolet Camaro being driven by NASCAR official Jesse Delavote. And the Toyota Camry being driven by Kip Childress, the normal pace car driver. Kip, uh, we want to say thank you for all you've done. This is Kip Childress's last race in NASCAR as the pace car driver and longtime official. He's off to a new and exciting opportunity. More details on that coming tomorrow. But Kip Childress, who listens to our broadcast in the pace car every single week, he texts with us during the race, drops some jokes with us, has a lot of fun with us. Kip, we thank you for everything, but most of all, thank you for your friendship. Yeah, I was going to say, long-time official, long-time friend. Thank you, Kip. Lead him to the green flag here, won't you? We are closing in on the start. Now, I mentioned the Geico start zone or the restart zone. It is nowhere near where you may think it might be. It is not on the front straightaway. It is not. It is on East Jackson Drive before you get to turn 12, the final turn. That's when the control car, whoever the leader is at the time, can jump on the gas and get this race started, going into the last turn. Then they spill out onto South Columbus Drive in the front straightaway. That promises to be exciting if and when we get those restarts. Well, we're going to get a start right now, Alex Hayden. How about that? Delayed, but you just can't hold NASCAR back. It can't hold the street circuit back. We are indeed ready to go with Denny Hamlin and Tyler Reddick up on the front row. It is the Chicago Street Race Weekend. Happy Fourth of July to everybody. 
I think with that, Alex, we are set to go. And for the start of this event from the Motor Racing Network, makes his home in Goldsboro, North Carolina, here is Alex Hayden. With the skyscrapers in the background and Lake Michigan alongside the racetrack, the NASCAR Cup Series getting set to go. But it sounds like, yeah, they have waved off the start. So they have waved it off. We're going to go around at least one more time now. The field came down pit road this time to or this last time by to set the tachometers to make sure they had pit road speed where it needed to be. Didn't look like the entire field was able to catch back up to the, the trio of pace cars. So they wanted to make sure it was fair for everybody and rightfully so get everybody bunched back up where they need to be. So we're going to go around at least another lap or so to make sure everybody is in the right spot. A part of that equation as well, Jeff, is there are some cars that are backup cars that had to drop to the tail end of the field, and I don't think everybody was able to drop back there as of yet. Three drivers and backup cars after crashes yesterday. Kevin Harvick is one of those. Chase Elliott is one. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is the other. And then there are three drivers that have to drop to the tail end of the field for unapproved adjustments on their cars after practice and qualifying yesterday. Those three drivers being Justin Haley, Austin Sendrick, and William Byron, given the fact that Byron and Sendrick both made contact with walls around this race course and practice yesterday. So uh, um, it's a combo platter. Get everybody bunched up, but get the cars that needed to drop to the rear of the field. Get them back there. We will be going green next time by, so we'll uh, stand by for that. Kurt Becker is out in turn number four. Kurt, before we put him under the green flag, get out the paintbrush and uh, paint the picture for the listeners that can't see everything that you and the rest of us can see here in Chicago. Right now, the field is passing at our feet. Our turn position is on the scissor lift, which is on the northbound lanes of Lakeshore Drive. The field is passing by in the southbound lanes and making the right-hand turn onto East Roosevelt Road. And, Jeff, what that means, this is where the field turns back and goes right into the heart of downtown Chicago. As we look back toward the west, as the cars move away from us, they're headed off right into the middle of where all those magnificent skyscrapers. You think about Chicago, a great sports town, a center of commerce, not only for the U.S., but for the world. And now NASCAR ready to take center stage. They are indeed as the field continues to work around the race course. We have been told by race control when they get to the start finish line this time by, we will get the one to go signal. So Dave Moody, he's going to basically be the, the buy one, get one for today's race for the Motor Racing Network. He'll be covering turn one and two. Then, once the field passes him, he'll swing back around, cover them coming down the straightaway to turn six to turn seven. So, Dave, everybody's on the Goodyear wet weather tires. What are the track conditions like after the torrential rains and all that we described in the standing water earlier today? Alex, they're remarkably good. The Toyota track drying team, they've had a number of vacuum trucks out on the course where there were even a couple of hours ago, large puddles, two and three inches deep of standing water. Those are basically gone now. Uh, there are a few drops here and there. The, a sprinkling rain continues to fall, but uh, I don't think it's anything that's going to bother these drivers too much. Yeah, and as you mentioned, I've got a double call here at the Chicago Street Course. Turn one is about 20 yards away, right at my feet. I mean, literally four feet from my toes is the fast lane through turn number six. It's really amazing how many fans 
fans have stuck with it today through an absolutely brutal weather day. They are probably 10 or 12 deep all the way along the fence in front of me here. They're uh, definitely wet, probably a little bit cold, but boy, are they excited. And we're about a lap and a half away from going to the green flag. All right, Dave, thank you very much. Kurt, Dave, thank you. Get ready. Like Alex said, the next time by will be going green. We're going to get the one-to-go signal right now at the start-finish line. Denny Hamlin crossing that now and heading back to turn number one. And by the way, NASCAR has stated just a moment ago that all starts and restarts today will be single file. So single file starts and restarts. So Denny is going to be up front on that right-hander leading the field of the green flag. Yeah, and if the track completely dries out before the end of the race, NASCAR has the discretion to be able to change that and go back to what would be a normal double file restart. But for right now, with a completely wet racetrack and only 50 minutes of track time for these drivers, in the in the wet conditions, yeah, this is a safety move for all these drivers. And it's an industry decision. Drivers have input on things like this. It's not just NASCAR saying, you know what, this is what we're going to do. There's a collective decision that gets made, and that is what we're finding out. Part of the reason that the, the initial green flag was waved off a moment ago, Drivers saying, okay, communication back with the spotters and pit boxes who communicate to the NASCAR officials to make sure everybody's on the same page. Last thing in the world we want to do is throw the green flag when these drivers aren't 100% comfortable at it. So let's get it where it needs to be for the right way. From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Right now the field is working off turn number five. Quick trip to Pitt Road. Steve Post is there. Steve, uh, what are the conditions like and what are you hearing as you monitor the race teams? Well, I'm hearing exactly what Alex just referenced, that every crew is reminding their drivers single file starts and we will start in the restart zone. And some of the drivers keep back, wait a minute, come back on that. They making making sure, just exactly as Alex described, you, you, you're doing that. As far as pit road goes, most of the teams that have squeegeed or dried it off their pit boxes, they're pretty good. They're still a little damp, but they're not too bad. A few crews out here with some air dryers, some leaf blowers, kind of making sure that they're clean as well. They're starting on the wet weather tires, and stay tuned. We'll see. There is some spitting rain in the area. There is some speculation we might get some light rain here, so right now they're starting on the wet weather tires, and we'll just see how this plays out as they roll through the early laps of this race here this afternoon. Right now the field on East Congress Plaza Drive in front of the Congress Hotel. They have the left-hand turn Turn 9, right-hand turn 10, right-hand turn 11, up the hill, the right-hand turn 12, and that will put us under the green flag. And with that, now we are ready to go, and here is the Motor Racing Network's Alex Hayden. Single file, they make their way through turn number 11 and begin to climb the incline towards that Geico start zone to get today 
day's race underway. The NASCAR Cup Series on the streets of downtown Chicago, Illinois. The Grant Park 220 is underway. Green flag is in the air. Denny Hamlin screams to turn number one. The purple and white Yahoo colors on that Joe Gibbs racing Toyota Camry, and he's under the gun already. The challenge on the outside from his teammate goes up to the outsider, and they'll challenge side by side through turn number one. Denny Hamlin has the lead for a moment, but he is under the gun. The challenge is on for the lead as they hit turn two. Here comes Tyler Reddick. He's trying to wrestle the lead away. Now here's Hamlin fighting back for the first time on the Lakeshore Drive here this afternoon. Hamlin starting up front, maintains the position, but Reddick squeezes his way down to driver's right. Here comes Tyler Reddick. He's got the advantage, and he drives deep into turn number four. By the time they move off turn five on the South Columbus, Reddick is in front. Here they come off the off the corner now. Turn number uh, number five, heading down the long straightaway towards six. Reddick has opened it up by about a car length now over Denny Hamlin. Here's the challenge on for third place. Christopher Bell dives to the inside. He'll take the three spot away from Ben Gisbergen. Fourth spot belongs to Daniel Suarez. Eric Almarola goes for a spin. He's going to try to get that car refired. He does so and will be able to continue on. Good, hard racing. Trouble turn six. Into the wall goes Eric Jones, he takes Brad Keselowski, Noah Gregson along with him. Not a hard hit for either of these cars, for any of these cars. They're all going to try and get backed up and get going, but they've got to wait for traffic to clear. Yeah, right now it looks like Brad's going to finally find reverse, back up, pull away. Eric Jones will do the same thing. Tough break for teammates in Noah Gregson and for Eric Jones. We stay under the green flag as we continue to work around. Right now it is Tyler Reddick, Alex Hayden, with the lead early. And he's going to have the honor of leading the first lap here at the Chicago Street Course. Tyler Reddick showing the way. He's got the advantage as he heads to turn number one. He has jetted away now by about five car lengths over Denny Hamlin, who rides in second. Third spot belongs to Christopher Bell. Shane Van Gisbergen right on his back bumper in the number four position. Fifth spot belongs to Daniel Suarez as they work the right-hand turn two. Everyone chasing Tyler Reddick here. Trouble in the kink. Denny Hamlin has slid off and into the tire barrier. Hamlin, who was driving second, went wide to driver's left. He bounced it into the tire barrier. Kurt looks like he's going to lose a ton of position. Everybody begins filing by. In fact, the leaders have already left Lakeshore Drive, have left East Roosevelt Road. The front of the pack has already turned back around and headed up South Columbus. A lot of positions lost here early on for Denny Hamlin. Right now, now it's a huge lead for Tyler Reddick, his advantage, a good 20 car lengths. Christopher Bell rides in second, Shane Van Gisberg in his third. They make their way into turn number seven with Tyler Reddick up front beginning to pull away. The battle is beginning to shape up for the number three spot, Jeff. Christopher Bell has the spot, but he's getting a challenge. Yeah, that is coming from Shane Van Giesbergen, who is all over the back of... Tyler Redder, or rather Christopher Bell, Van Giesbergen from Auckland, New Zealand. They run right together, Christopher Bell, as he makes his way off of turn nine, now up into turn ten. Tyler Reddick, though, out front and pulling away as he makes his way back up to that right-hand turn twelve. That ongoing battle for second, though, is a good one. Christopher Bell has it. Van Giesbergen trying to take it away. They have put some distance between themselves and the fourth-place running car. 
Here comes Tyler Reddick down the front straightaway and into turn number one. He'll make that left-hander with plenty of daylight between himself and that second-place battle between Christopher Bell and Shane Van Gisbergen. Bell goes a little bit wide in turn number one. Van Gisbergen looks to driver's left. Nothing there as they head for turn two. As a result, Van Gisbergen will sit tight, at least for now, in the third position. The leaders work their way around turn number three, the quick right-hander, and Tyler Reddick has opened up by almost a football field, it seems, as he already is through turn number four. The battle for second now just coming off the end of Lakeshore Drive. That's where you've got Christopher Bell in that second position and still trying to hold off Shane Van Gisbergen. That's the best battle here in the early laps as Van Gisbergen just keeps the pressure on Christopher Bell as they make their way now down South Columbus Avenue, heading for turn number six. Bell opens it up a little bit. He got a good exit off turn five. That has earned him a two-car length advantage over Van Gisbergen. Then a good gap back to Daniel Suarez, who's beginning to feel some heat now. He's got a challenge from Michael McDowell. He does indeed, by the way, Denny Hamlin. Trouble, Kyle Busch, hard into the barrels, hard into the barrels in turn six. He came in a little bit hot, locked up the front brakes. He has driven the nose of that three-sheet machine underneath the tire barrier, trying to back up, but there's too much on the hood of that car. Rowdy Bush piles it into the tire fence in turn six. And that is going to put us under the caution flag on lap number three once Tyler Reddick comes off of turn 12 and brings the field back across the line. So caution flag out for Kyle Busch, lap three. Let's take a look at the leaderboard early, tell you where your favorite driver is running. Presented by Sunoco. Sunoco puts the same focus and care that goes into the fuel at its stations that it does for the race fuel that powers the fastest machines around the world. Sunoco fueling NASCAR for 20 years. Race leader is Tyler Reddick. Second is Christopher Bell. Third is Shane Van Gisbergen. Running in the fourth spot is Daniel Suarez. Michael McDowell is fifth. Joey Logano goes sixth and Kyle Larson seventh. Martin Trex Jr. eighth. Jensen Button is ninth and Ty Gibbs is tenth. Eleventh is A.J. Allmendinger. Denny Hamlin has settled back in line after getting off course. He is right now in 12th. Alex Bowman, 13th. Chris Busher, 14th. Chase Briscoe is 15th. Corey LaJoy, 16th, 17th. Bubba Wallace, 18th. Ryan Blaney, 19th. Ryan Priest and Josh Balicki is 20th. With Austin Dillon, 21st. Todd Gilliland, 22nd. 23rd is Ross Chastain, 24th. Andy Lally. William Byron is 25th. Chase Elliott, 26th. Austin Sendrick is 27th. Harrison Burton, 28th. Noah Gregson, 29th. And Kevin Harvick is 30th. Right now, Justin Haley is 31st, 32nd. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Ty Dillon, 33rd. Eric Jones, 34th. Brad Kozlowski, 35th. Eric Elmarola, 36th. Kyle Busch, who brought out the caution flag, is 37th. Lap three, Tyler Reddick out front. Off five and down that short shoot all the way down to turn number six. They can flat out fly down there and running just outside of the top 15 at the time was Kyle Busch, who I believe was going after Chase Briscoe to the outside and 
Well, that went uh, that went wrong, did it not, Dave Moody? It absolutely did. They were indeed too wide with Kyle Busch to driver's right. That would be the outside lane as they come into turn number six. He locked up the front tires under deceleration and just speared the tire barrier. All of those tires are all connected together. It's like one giant mass of impact-absorbing rubber. Unfortunately for Kyle, the nose of his car went underneath up to about the third row of those tires. It took the steps recovery team to hook the wrecker onto the back bumper of that thing and pull him out from underneath the tires. I don't know if Rowdy got the standing ovation from the crowd or the wrecker crew did, but either way, uh, this crowd's having a lot of fun out here in the early laps. I don't think Kyle is right now, though, Dave. He is back in 37th position now after bringing out the caution flag. Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, Shane Van Gisbergen is third. Let's talk about Shane. There's a lot of people that may not know the name, but uh, I think they're picking up on him rather quickly. Shane Van Gisbergen. We've said his name a lot all weekend long, and especially here in the opening laps of this race, being scored in the number three spot. So who is Shane Van Gisbergen? He's the driver for Trackhouse this weekend in what's called the Project 91 car. Third time that uh, Justin Marks and Pro- uh, Trackhouse Racing has put this car on the track. They did it with Formula One world champion Kimi Raikkonen at Circuit of the Americas in Watkins Glen. But Shane Van Gisbergen, he is 34 years old from Auckland, New Zealand. He's a three-time Supercars champion, 2016-21, and, and the reigning 2022 champion with 63 career Supercar wins. Uh, the Supercars are similar to a NASCAR Cup Series car, just a little more light and nimble, do a lot of road racing and street course racing. He's also a two-time Bathurst 1000 winner. He's competed in the Rolex 24 five different times. This is a highly talented race car driver that is outstanding on turning left and right on road courses and on street courses. Being scored third here early on, Shane Van Gisbergen. Yeah, he's going to line up right behind Tyler Reddick and Christopher Bell. Single file restart. Shane Van Gisbergen will be behind Bell, who is behind Tyler Reddick, as we get ready to put him back under the green flag in a moment. It will be another Geico single file restart. Switch to Geico today to see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com to get a rate quote and get started seeing how much you could save. Kyle Busch did not come to pit lane as hard as he sent that car into the tire barrier as described by Dave Moody in turn six. There is very little damage to the race car. The tire barriers did their job, absorbed the impact while not creating a lot of damage to the car. The composite body has been wrinkled up just a bit on the right front corner, but that black and cold Chevrolet Camaro from the Richard Childress Racing Stables is going to stay on the racetrack, and Kyle Busch is still on the lead lap. Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, Van Gisbergen, that's the top three. Daniel Suarez, Michael McDowell, top five, green flag, they're headed to turn one. Single file restart down South Columbus into the left hand turn number one. Tyler Reddick by a car length over Christopher Bell, another car length back to Van Gisbergen. Then Daniel Suarez rides in fourth, Michael McDowell fifth, Joey Logano in the sixth spot as they hit turn two. All of that traffic working its way toward and now on the Lakeshore Drive. Tyler Reddick up at the front of the field has been strong here early on. Reddick now brings the field through turn number two. Already he's opened up by five. Six car lengths to Christopher Bell. Another three car lengths behind Bell to Shane Van Gisbergen. The leader, Tyler Reddick, sets sail off turn five. 
Here they come off five now, back on to South Columbus, steaming full speed now down that long straightaway, and again, Tyler Reddick has been able to open up some daylight. His lead now about five car lengths over Bell, five more to Van Gisbergen. Here's a challenge and a change for the number four spot, Daniel Suarez, to the inside of Michael McDowell. McDowell couldn't get it done. He'll cross him over and try it to driver's left. They make their way into the right hand, turn number seven. The advantage there should go to Daniel Suarez, and it does. Suarez to the inside will make the pass on Michael McDowell exiting turn seven. Suarez, his only Cup Series win, came last year on the road course at Sonoma. Daniel Suarez now up to the number four spot. Right behind him is Michael McDowell. Behind Michael is Joey Logano, and then Kyle Larson. Good battle from fourth on back. Daniel Suarez, he's got it. Michael McDowell trying to take it away. Daniel Suarez, a very good road racer. He'll spin now out onto the front straightaway, race down past pit road, that long front stretch as they head down into turn number one. Tyler Reddick continues to show the way. What was a five-car length lead? Maybe six or seven now over Christopher Bell. A, a similar gap back to Van Gisbergen. Now here's McDowell. He'll rally back. He makes some room to the driver's left. He's going to take the number four spot back. Daniel Suarez drop kick back to fifth, and he's got a trunk Daniel Suarez trying to hold off Logano, who begins to get restless, tries to find a way to make the pass to work his way into the top five for the first time here in Chicago. The leader is still Tyler Reddick. He's long gone. He's already worked his way through Roosevelt Road. Meanwhile, here's McDowell trying to hold off Suarez. That battle for fourth is now headed back onto South Columbus. That's been a ferocious battle virtually since the drop of the green flag here this afternoon. Daniel Suarez, Michael McDowell. You can reverse the order now. McDowell has taken over the number four spot. He's pulled away by about three car lengths. Suarez is going to have to fend off the advances of Joey Logano. They'll race side by side through six. Joey nearly got a little bit wide and took a piece of the fence. Contact now between Denny Hamlin and A.J. Allmendinger as they race wheel to wheel. Great racing from fourth on back. It's Michael McDowell, Daniel Suarez, Joey Logano's in the mix. Kyle Larson, Martin Trex Jr., Jensen Button, and Ty Gibbs as they weave their way up off of turn number nine to turn ten. Tyler Reddick leading the way. Then comes Christopher Bell. Long way back to that Michael McDowell. Good battle there from fifth on back. Joey Logano, then Kyle Larson, then Martin Truex Jr. They make their way off 11 up the hill. But Dave, Tyler Reddick has already cleared 12 and headed your way. He's got the lead well in hand right now by about a second over Christopher Bell, those Seabells whittled a little bit of that advantage away. It's down to about four car lengths. Seven more back to Van Gisbergen, then a country mile to Christopher Bell, who, or rather Michael McDowell, who rides in fourth, then Daniel Suarez, and Martin Truex Jr. now has taken the spot away from Joey Logano, moved Truex to the number six spot. Christopher Bell riding in second has the benefit of the fact he does have a gap of some seven to eight car lengths back to Shane Van Gisbergen. That allows Bell to focus on the leader. Tyler Reddick leads. The advantage about three car lengths. Already headed off turn number five. Then you've got Bell. Then Van Gisbergen. They are the top three. Tyler Reddick 
hasn't had a lot to worry about on the front bumper so far this afternoon, but Christopher Bell trying to change that. He continues to run two, maybe three car lengths off the back bumper of the leader. Van Gisbergen now has got a pretty good section of racetrack all to himself. The battle continues to be from fifth on back. Daniel Suarez has the five spot. Martin Truex Jr. right on his back bumper. Here's a challenge a little further back inside the top ten. Kyle Larson and Jensen Button are getting at it side by side. Good, hard racing. Pick a battle all around the Chicago street course. Right now, we'll keep a close eye on the battle for the race lead. Christopher Bell through turns eight and nine are much better than the race leader, Reddick. Van Gisbergen, uh, Van Gisbergen looking on to a good battle between Tyler Reddick. He is already off turn number 11, headed up to turn 12. That's a right-hander that takes him back out onto the front straightaway. Christopher Bell is in tow. See Bell doing everything he can to try and reel in Tyler Reddick. Got a little bit wide off 12, nearly got a little bit of the concrete, but he is right there on the back bumper. Tyler Reddick's lead down to a car length now as they race through turn number one. Van Gisbergen all by himself in third, and they have absolutely left the building. It's a country mile back to McDowell in the fourth spot. Here's the challenge for fifth. Martin Truex Jr. is on the march. MTJ drivers left on Daniel Suarez. They're wheel to wheel for the top five in turn two. The lead battle comes off Lakeshore Drive and heads for East Roosevelt Road. It's still Reddick and then Christopher Bell. Then it's Van Gisberg and he rides in third. The top three already are off turn five. That battle for fourth has just cleared turn three. That's where Michael McDowell is fourth and now it's side by side for fifth. Martin Truex Jr. drives it deep into corner number four and bypasses Daniel Suarez. Truex and Suarez, two of the better road racers in the NASCAR Cup Series going at it hot and heavy here in the early going. It took MTJ a few laps to get by, but now that he has, he's put a car length or two ahead of Daniel Suarez. Here's another challenge. Kyle Larson's going to jump to the inside. He's going to try and take seventh away from Joey Logano. He'll do it in turn six. He's got Jensen Button trying to fill the hole behind him. Meanwhile, in turn number nine, a challenge and change for the race lead. Christopher Bell goes by Tyler Reddick, and C. Bell, the Oklahoma driver, leads here in Chicago. Bell, Reddick, Van Giesbergen, McDowell, Truex, Daniel Suarez, Kyle Larson, Jensen Button, Joey Logano, and A.J. Allmendinger. That is your top ten. We've got one car at the moment that is slid off course. That's Todd Gilliland. He'll grab the reverse, back up, and pull back out on to Lakeshore Drive. That happened over in the kink in turn number four. No harm, no foul. Ten laps are complete. Tyler Reddick chasing Christopher Bell. Austin Dillon in position number 15 was the first driver to come to pit road. A handful of others followed on to pit road. Let's get an update now from Steve Post. Austin Dillon was in. Bubba Wallace was in. Kevin Harvick was in. They went with four tires, and they all stuck with the wet weather tires down here at lap, uh, I believe lap number 15. Chris Wilner? Yeah, same thing for Eric Jones. His second time down pit road. Kept the uh, wet weather tires on. Filled it up with Sunoco fuel. Did change four tires, though. Again, uh, trying to play a little bit of catch-up after his incident early on in this race, but the only one down on my end pit road. Again, everyone's staying on the wet-weather tires. 
We've gotten the one-to-go signal. That means the field is coming to the Geico Restart Zone, presented by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote and get started seeing how much you could save. Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, Shane Van Giesbergen, uh, Martin Trex Jr., Michael McDowell, Daniel Suarez. He's ready to go from six. Kyle Larson, Jensen Button, A.J. Allmendinger, and Ty Gibbs. Green flag back in the air. They head to one. And a good jump by Christopher Bell. He'll lead the way into that left-hand turn, number one. Reddick rides in second, Van Gisbergen third. He's got some company on his back bumper. Martin Truex Jr. going to work on him as they make their way up the short shoot to turn two. Everybody on the Lakeshore Drive and setting up for the quick right-hand turn, number three. Waiting to see who the first will be to step out of line and challenge for position within the top five. It'll be Christopher Bell who works his way off the corner first, leading the way. Then Tyler Reddick, and then Shane Van Gisbergen. Now Martin Shurek Jr. begins to close in on him. The battle for third begins to shape up as they head back up South Columbus. It's a vintage Martin Truex Jr. drive here in the early going. Started 11th, has made immediate headway up to the number four spot, but it's not like he's abusing the race car to do it. He's a car length off the back bumper of Van Gisbergen in position number four. Michael McDowell, another two car lengths back in the fifth spot. Kyle Larson looking to pick up a position on Daniel Suarez, not able to get the light off the corner. Last time the NASCAR Cup Series raced on a road course, it was out in wine country at Sonoma Raceway. And Martin Truex Jr. picked up the win there. He's up to the number four spot, trying to apply a little pressure right now on the back bumper of the new guy, Shane Van Gisbergen, who is got a good, solid drive going for Project 91 right now. The field works the way up off turn number 9 and 10. Van Gisbergen right now holding down third. Truex right there. He is in fourth. Christopher Bell, though, will lead him up off of turn number 11. Back to turn number 12. It's Christopher Bell. Tyler Reddick. They go 1-2 as we work lap number 16. Down the front stretch and into turn number 1. Bell's lead now. A couple of car lengths over Reddick, who rides second. Two more back to Van Gisbergen. For a moment at least, he has repelled the charge of Martin Truex Jr. MTJ runs three car lengths further back in fourth. Fifth spot belongs to Michael McDowell in turn two. All that traffic headed toward turn number three on Lakeshore Drive here. Headed toward the southern portion of the course with Christopher Bell, the leader. And then Reddick. No change, in fact, among the top five in the running order. Everybody safely through turn number four. Under braking, now through turn number five. Everyone knows to change headed back up South Columbus. Off turn five to South Columbus and uh, a little bit of real estate now between these drivers. Everybody beginning to space out just a little bit. Michael McDowell riding in the number five spot. He has lost some ground to Martin Truex Jr. He's got about three car lengths over Daniel Suarez. Daniel's feeling the heat from Kyle Larson. Right behind him, Jensen Button, A.J. Allmendinger. Good racing in the back half of the top ten as they funnel their way down the hill, setting up for turn number seven. However, at the front of the field, they have gotten themselves some real estate as they all pour off turn ten to head for 11. And that's Christopher Bell, and that is Tyler Reddick. By the way, some fast movers since we put him under the green flag just a lap and a half ago. Ross Chastain up four. He is up 12 since we put him under the green flag 17 laps ago. He is up to position number 18 for Ross. 
Ross Chastain, other quick movers, William Byron, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Eric Almirola as the leader. Christopher Bell heads to one. Down the front straightaway they come, bypassing pit road, and those full grandstands out front. It's Bell by two, Reddick by two over Van Gisbergen, then about five back to Martin Truex Jr., who kicks it a little bit sideways through the left-hander. He'll try and gather it back up and maintain his pursuit of Shane Van Gisbergen for position number four. Martin Truex Jr. earlier in this opening stage used turn number four to his advantage. That 90-degree right-hander drove it deep into the corner to work his way into the top five for the first time here today. Right now, Truex is trying to find a way to regain some momentum as everybody among the leaders has back off turn five. And they come off five now back out onto South Columbus. No change in the top three, four, five positions now. Everybody's got at least a couple of car lengths of open asphalt between themselves and their closest pursuers. We'll drop back a little further in the top ten. Position number eight. That's where Jensen Button is beginning to feel some heat from A.J. Allmendinger. They've got Ty Gibbs in hot pursuit of them as well. Being very patient as they work their way into turn number seven. Talking about the battle from eighth, ninth, and tenth. Jensen Button, Formula One champion. He is eighth. A.J. Allmendinger ninth. Ty Gibbs is tenth. They funnel their way up off of turn number nine. Now right behind Ty Gibbs, you've got Joey Logano, you've got Chris Busher, and Chris Busher, an interesting story there. Alex Hayden, when you think of road racers, you might not think of Chris Busher. But when you take a look at the stats and what has he done lately, you might want to think again. The last nine road course races, he's got one second place finish, three top fives, eight top tens. As a matter of fact, he's got more top tens than anybody else in the NASCAR Cup Series regular drivers right now. So Chris Busher, the Prosper Texas native, while you might not think of him as a road racer, by golly, he can turn left and right with the best of them. Problem for Ryan Blaney off of turn six. He got out of the groove, slowed way down, and he has dropped all the way to the tail end of the field. So a a tough lap for Ryan Blaney. He is going to drop all the way to position number 36. Only one car running one lap down, and that would be Noah Gregson. The leaders are off of turn number five. That is Christopher Bell. Meanwhile, Ryan Blaney has brought that Ford Mustang to pit road. As Blaney and his team go to work there, we close in on the end of stage number one. Next time by, there will be just one lap remaining. Blaney finally makes his way to his pit box in front of Steve Post. Yeah, Blaney brings the car in. He got into the right front wall out on the racetrack somewhere, and he just said he killed it. Crew is up under the right front now, working on the suspension to make sure that everything is all right. But a lot of damage on the right front of Ryan Bain. Blaney said he got into one of the barriers out on the race course. All right, so Ryan. Ryan Blaney, a tough break for him. Noah Gregson, not off to a great start, running one lap down. Meanwhile, Christopher Bell, off turn number 11, up the hill to the right hand at turn number 12. And when he exits that, we'll wrap up in one lap. The end of stage number one, trying to win the stage, one stage for the first time this season, Dave. Here he comes down across the start-finish line. He's got the lead well in hand right now. A second and change between himself and Tyler Reddick. Shane Van Gisbergen has eaten up the deficit between himself and Reddick. 
He is less than a car length behind as they hit the right-hander in turn number two. Christopher Bell, red and black Toyota, up to the front of the field, coming on toward turn number three. Through that right-hander, and coming across Lakeshore Drive, headed back to East Roosevelt. Here's Bell, the race leader, makes that right-handed turn through turn four, now around turn five, headed up South Columbus. It is Christopher Bell, the leader. Off turn five they come. See Bell's got some daylight, as we mentioned, over Tyler Reddick. Shane Van Gisbergen is the man on the move. He is beginning to close in as the lane begins to dry now. That fast groove beginning to lighten up. Van Gisbergen is up to third spot. A distant gap back to Martin Truex Jr. in fourth. This is now working into turn number seven. Shane Van Gisbergen is beginning to apply a little pressure to the back bumper of Tyler Reddick. This is the ongoing battle for the second position. Right now about to find out the patience level of this driver from Auckland, New Zealand. Shane Van Gisbergen putting the pressure on Reddick. Well, that's a good battle for the runner-up spot as Christopher Bell exits turn number 11, climbs a hill to turn number 12. Stage one will be done as he makes the right-hand 90 out on the front straightaway. This will be a stage win for Christopher Bell, his first stage win of 2023. And here's a look at the top 10 and who will score points in the stage presented by the Powerball. Chase the Powerball jackpot anytime with drawings every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Powerball, the official lottery game of NASCAR and home to the NASCAR Powerball playoff. The stage winner is Christopher Bell. Second in the stage to earn points, Tyler Reddick. Shane Van Gisbergen will be third. Martin Trex Jr. fourth. And Michael McDowell is fifth with Daniel Suarez sixth. Kyle Larson seventh. Eighth, A.J. Allmendinger. Ninth is Ty Gibbs. And tenth, Jensen Button. Remember, caution does not come out on road courses at the end of the stages. We continue to soldier on. And right now we are working lap number 20. Steve Post, we've got a couple of cars making a trip to Pit Road. Yes, making trip to pit road and I'm seeing some slick tires going on. Corey LaJoy's car is in. They're going with the slick tires. Alex Bowman just pitted as well. I believe they have gone with slick tires as well on that car. So the change is happening here right at lap number 20, the end of, st- end of stage number one. Chase Briscoe looked like he also came to pit road to take on four fresh Goodyear tires. We'll follow up there in just a moment. We stay under the green flag as we work stage number two here of the Grant Park 220. Christopher Bell is the race leader, and his advantage is two seconds over second place Tyler Reddick. Trouble turn six. Joey Logano overpowers the corner, bounces it off the tire barrier, does not bury it in the tires. He's able to back away, but he's lost a number of spots. Joey Logano came into the corner 14th. He'll come out well behind that. And he's going to try to grab a gear and pull away and continue on. No caution flag has flown as uh, as for this instance as Logano has been able to continue on with Christopher Bell, the race leader. We continue under the green flag, but there's a lot happening here in the last lap and a half or so, including green flag pit stops and a problem coming to pit road. Chris Wilner. Jensen Button got into the tire or the barrier there at the entrance of pit road, trying to make the right hand turn. He was able to save it once he got it collected back underneath. Joey Logano, a little bit of front end damage as they both entered pit road. Button was able to hit his pit box. Four slick tires. The slick tires have made an appearance on pit wall. AJ Allmendinger also on four slick Goodyear Eagles as the transition of this racetrack continues. It may have been Chris Busher that got into the back of Jensen Button as he was 
making his way off turn number 12, turning Jensen around. By the way, Shane Van Gisbergen has come to second. And uh, Van Gisbergen trying to do something here in NASCAR, Alex Hayden, that we haven't seen in a long, long time. No, you're exactly right about that. And that is when on, uh, on a road course or a race in the NASCAR Cup Series in your first start. Well, Mark Donahue did that back in Riverside, California, back in 1973. So Mark Donahue, the last to do that. It's been a long time since that's happened. Van Gisbergen right now running behind Christopher Bell, who's the race leader. Now a number of cars are on pit road. Let's start our coverage with Steve Post. Denny Hamlin is on pit road. Four slick tires, Sunoco racing fuel. Right behind him, Todd Gilliland is in, getting four tires in Sunoco fuel. Here's Eric Almirola, Chris Wilner. I know they've been busy in front of you. Michael McDowell, four slick tires and Sunoco Racing Fuel just need a little bit better drive off. They made a slight air pressure adjustment and more t- cars are about to come down pit road. Corey LaJoy was down here as well as green flag pit stops begin here in this one. On lap number 23 as the lap count goes. That's 22 laps away from the conclusion of stage number two is Todd Gilliland goes into the tire barriers in turn two. He had help on the rear bumper courtesy of the Shell Pennzoil Ford of Joey Logano. But Todd Gilliland will refire the race car. He'll pull away. We will not go under the caution flag for that small incident. Green flag stops continue on both Kyle Larson and Martin Truex Jr. Steve Post. Martin Truex Jr. brings his car, gasses it up, gets down into his pit box. Again, going to be four slick tires, Sunoco Racing Fuel. Really happy with that car. Truex has been very methodical. I think Dave Moody described it perfectly. Just been picking them off one at the uh, one and the other. Very happy with the race car. Right side tires are done. Martin Truex Jr. is down and away. Chris, looks like a bunch of cars in front of you. Kyle Larson just left his pit box. Four Goodyear Eagle slick tires and Sunoco Racing Fuel. No adjustments on the Hendrick Motorsports Chevrolet. Austin Sindrick is in already on the right side of the race car. They're also taking slick tires and fuel. And Eric Jones for the third time is on pit road as green flag pit stops continue with Kyle Busch now hitting his pit box. Four slick tires going on that RCR Chevrolet. Bell Van Giesbergen, Reddick, Suarez, Truex, top five. Those drivers have yet to come on to pit road. Christopher Bell right now making the right-hand turn, number 11, up the hill. Will he make a stop on this lap? That is the big question right now because there is a dry line forming for the most part around this 2.2 mile. Oh, Chase Elliott hard into the tire barrier in turn number two. The black, orange, and white Hooters Chevrolet goes hard nose first into the tire barrier. He will be able to dislodge himself. We'll continue on. No caution flag, but Chase Elliott loses a lot of time. Meanwhile, the race leader, Christopher Bell, followed by Tyler Reddick and Daniel Suarez, they all make their way to pit road. Steve Post. Christopher Bell, the Craftsman's Craftsman colors on the Toyota, going to be four tires, the slick tires, Sunoco Racing Fuel plugged in the right side. Two pit boxes behind him, the monster colors on the Tyler Reddick car. They're around to the right side. Bell's going to win the battle between these two cars off pit road. There goes Tyler Reddick. Looks like Daniel Suarez is in in front of you, Chris. Yeah, four tires and Sunoco Fuel also going with the slick 
slicks. Travis Mack told his driver, remember, don't speed on pit exit and make sure you follow the blend line into turn one. And Shane Van Gisbergen is now the race leader on the Chicago Street course, making his NASCAR Cup Series debut. He is leading here on lap number 25. He is yet to come to pit road. He's not alone, Alex Hayden. There's a handful of other drivers. Ty Gibbs is yet to come to pit road. Ryan Priest, Josh Balicki, uh, and perhaps Harrison Burton. They appear to be the only drivers yet to come on to pit road. So they're putting on slick Goodyear Eagles. We're hearing from Steve Post and Chris Wilner on their reports. So Dave Moody, what is the race surface looking like, at least in turn one and into turn number six? It is drying very quickly, Alex. It went from no dry line at all to about a half a dry groove to now about a groove and a half, maybe two full dry grooves, and it only took about five laps to get that job done. So this track is changing very, very quickly. An anxious moment a moment ago for Martin Truex Jr. He came steaming down into turn one, got a little too hard on the brakes, smoke poured off the front tires, just as Daniel Suarez was exiting pit road. Suarez, very alert, able to keep away and get uh, Martin Truex Jr. enough room to get back under control. Well, that could have been disaster for both of them. Race leader Shane Van Gisbergen makes his first pit stop as an NASCAR driver. And it was a flawless stop, Alex Hayden. Come to attention of Darren Grubb and the crew. Four tires in Sunoco fuel. No comment on the radio. They're very happy with their three-time supercar champion as he goes already out past Steve Post and back onto the race. Ty Gibbs is on pit road. Ryan Priest also on pit road. So it's going to take a while now to shuffle things around. 2.2 miles, 12 turns, and Ty Gibbs was the race leader when he came on to pit road, and he made his pit stop on lap number 26. The line drying out in a hurry, uh, in a hurry, Alex Hayden. It is indeed, but the line is only a car width wide. There are some other dry spots around the race course. We'll follow up with both Dave Moody and Kurt Becker in just a moment as we've got 19 laps to go in stage number two. We welcome you back to downtown Chicago, Illinois as we continue to race under the green flag with 16 laps to go in stage number two next time by as the Grant Park 220 is absolutely turning into an outstanding race. The race course is drying. The teams have already all gone to the slick Goodyear Racing Eagles. And Jeff Striegel, an hour, two hours ago, people were saying, there's no way we're racing. Why don't you just move the race to Monday? This is exactly why we don't do that. And they're putting on an amazing show. They, We knew they would once we got the track dry, got the water off the racetrack. At points, there were 6 to 12 inches of standing water. That was the effort that was made by NASCAR to clear the track and get these cars on it, put them under the green flag, and Christopher Bell is leading here on lap number 28. Let's give you a look at the entire leaderboard presented by Skechers. Skechers, the comfort and fit specialist. Try Skechers relaxed fit, wide fit, stretch fit, arch fit, and many more. Trouble in turn number six, and Noah Gregson, it's like deja vu all over again. Same exact hit, same exact spot, same exact res- result. He burns the rear tires trying to back out of the tire barrier. It's not going to happen. 
No, it's not. Nikoshin will come out for the third time here on lap number 29. Again, Noah Gregson with the problem that Dave so aptly described. As we're about to give you a look at the leaderboard and a full field rundown, we give the golden opportunity to do that under the caution right now. Christopher Bell is the race leader. Shane Van Gisbergen is being scored second. Tyler Reddick is third. Martin Truex Jr. is fourth. Daniel Suarez is fifth. Kyle Larson sixth. And A.J. Allmendinger seventh. Michael McDowell is 8th, Ty Gibbs ninth, and Chris Busher 10th. Alex Bowman is 11th, Denny Hamlin is 12th, 13th, Chase Briscoe 14th, Ross Chastain Justin Haley who started dead last is up to 15th William Byron 16th Ryan Priest 17th, 18th to Ty Dillon, Joey Logano is 19th and Eric Jones right now is 20th. Bubba Wallace being scored 21st right now, actually he's going down the leaderboard Bubba Wallace is on the pit lane being passed by the entire field. So 21st is Jensen Button. Todd Gilliland is 22nd. 23rd is Josh Balicki. 24th is Corey LaJoy. Austin Sindrick goes 25th with Andy Lally 26th. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Chase Elliott, and Bubba Wallace and Austin Dillon make up the top 30. 31st, Brad Kozlowski, followed by Harrison Burton and Eric Almarola. Kevin Harvick 34th. Kyle Busch 35th. Noah Gregson 36th, Ryan Blaney 37th. Noah Gregson turned six, has put his Chevrolet into the tire barrier, and that has brought out the caution flag for the third time here this afternoon. Bell Van Gisbergen, Reddick, Truex, Suarez, top five under the caution flag, working lap number 30. Remember, there are 100 laps that make up today's event, so we are 30 down, 70 to go as we work through stage number two under caution. Noah Gregson, uh, I'm guessing, Dave Moody, that he liked the idea of racing here in Chicago to start with. He may be having second thoughts now. Well, if he did like it before, yes. I think second thoughts and maybe now even third thoughts after his second trip into the tire barrier. Uh, they fished Noah out for the second time, and he's back underway. They've uh, repaired the tire barrier. I'll tell you what, this AMR team and the Steps Recovery guys doing a fantastic job putting these tire back up barriers back together in record time. They're doing a great bit a workout here this afternoon. Well, the skies are much higher. The late, great Barney Hall always said, we need this ceiling to rise. Well, it has. The radar has cleared out. There is no more rain showers around Chicago for the rest of the evening. Knock on wood. Never know if a pop-up comes along, but right now the radar completely clear. And Steve Post, you're down there in the pit lane in a absolute canyon of suites and grandstands. The fans have come out. Alex, there are people everywhere. I mean, I, I was thinking back yesterday during the beginning of the Xfinity race. You would look at a fence, and there was cameras and phones over the fence. We're not quite there, but there are a lot of people looking at the suites across from Pit Road. They are all full. The suites behind Pit Road are full. Grandstand right at the start-finish line is chock full, and you could just see people everywhere. Looking even at some of the buildings, there's people on rooftops. I can see people way over off from turn number 11 on rooftops. 
rooftops, on the backstretch on rooftops. There are people in balconies just trying to get a glimpse at NASCAR. I am telling you, there is a huge crowd here today, and I cannot imagine if it was 72 degrees in sunny what this turnout would be like. I am. This is just absolutely impressive, the groups. Looking down in turn number one and turn number seven, down where Dave Moody is, there are people pushed up to the fence on both sides, four, five, six, seven rows deep, just trying to get a glimpse of what we're seeing here this afternoon. And you know what else we can see, Postman? The skyline and the skyscrapers and the people that are on floor 20 and 40 and 60 all on their balconies trying to get a good look at what's going on under caution. Bell Van Gisbergen, Reddick, Truex, Suarez, top five under caution, lap number 31. Welcome back to the Chicago Street Course, Chicago, Illinois. The NASCAR Cup Series doing something, Alex Hayden, they've never done before. And, man, oh, man, I don't think they regret this move. They're putting on a whale of a show. They absolutely are. We've had a little bit of everything in this, and it's been a fantastic race. we got strategy with different pit cycles ongoing. we got drivers who have gotten into tire barriers. We've only been slowed by three different caution flags. And most of all, the, the fans, and there is a mass of humanity all around Grant Park. There's limited grandstands around here. The beauty of it is this is a city park, Kurt Becker, so the fans who have tickets can roam the infield and go to different vantage points. But the folks that don't have tickets, especially out there by you, Kurt, they're still trying to get a peek of what's going on. Yeah, keep in mind, Alex, we are on Lakeshore Drive, so we are not right in the heart of downtown. We are out where the Field Museum and the Shedd Aquarium are located. Even with that being the case, spectators have lined the fence here along Lakeshore. There are folks who are wandering around the property in front of the Field Museum looking for steps, looking for a concrete wall, anything where they can climb up and find a perch just to catch a glimpse of the these race cars here this evening. And Alex and Jeff, you think about what a great sports town Chicago is. You think about Major League Baseball. You think about the baseball franchises that stretch back into the, the 19th century. You think about the Chicago Bears, which came here in the early 1920s from the original home in downstate Decatur. You think about that sports tradition that stretches back through the decades, even through the centuries. It is incredible to see how this city is embracing the first visit ever to downtown by NASCAR. Yeah, you are exactly right, Kurt Becker and Alex Hayden. Can you imagine uh, what we might be seeing if it would have been sunny and 80? There was a lot of hardy race fans here that waited and waited, and like you said, it had a little bit of a Woodstock feel to it where, you know, you're just trampsing around in six inches of water, you're soaked, and you, you know, if you live nearby, maybe you've got no choice but to just give it up and, and head home. But, uh, with the amount of fans that have stuck around, waited it out, they can't be disappointed. And, uh, again, a tip of the cap to everybody that put this program together and then worked hard today to make sure it went off. And especially I'm going to echo all of that, but most of all to all the race fans who've come out today and played in the rain all day long. They've hung out around the fountain, Buckingham Fountain, out on the lakeshore. We've got big fireworks display getting ready to go off a little bit later on this evening on this holiday weekend. What a sight, what a scene, and the race 
race itself is not disappointing either. Uh, Kurt mentioned people climbing on the, the fences, climbing on street lamps, things of that nature. There have been people climbing trees, even if they have tickets in the infield, climbing trees. Folks that don't have tickets, climbing trees, trying to look over the banners to to get a look at race cars. These folks are eat up with it, as they say, back in Goldsboro, and they're ready to see NASCAR racing, and we still got a long way to go in this one. Well, Van Giesbergen, Tyler Reddick. Truex, Daniel Suarez ready to go for a, another Geico restart. Switch to Geico today to see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote and get started seeing just how much you could save. As they come there or make their way coming through turn number 10 into turn number 11, they'll begin to climb the hill. The Geico restart zone is between turn 11 and 12 up the hill. So the race leader, Christopher Bell, will be able to jump on the throttle Anytime in that Geico restart zone to restart this race, they'll do that in first gear. Here they are through the corner. Green flag goes in the air. We're racing again in the streets of Chicago. Christopher Bell with the lead. Shane Van Gisbergen giving chase. He's under attack by the form of Tyler Reddick. Reddick is going to dive. Driver's left. That'll be the inside and the left-hand turn number one. Reddick will take over the number two spot. Van Gisbergen dropped the kick back to third. Truex and Suarez together on his back bumper as they exit turn two. Here's Suarez now trying to find a way to try to get around the Truex machine. Unable to do that thus far soon after the restart. In the meantime, the leader, Christopher Bell, has already broken away from the field. He heads back to turn number four and across East Roosevelt and now swings off corner number five, but the traffic stacking up the move is Daniel Suarez. He runs and guns to the inside. He's going to overpower Martin Truex Jr. to take over the number four position. Kyle Larson will follow him through. Now Larson dive bombs to the inside of Suarez. They stay off each other. Kyle Larson picks up another spot. He'll go to P4. This is fourth, fifth, and sixth, and they are getting after it here on the restart. It is Kyle Larson making bonsai moves here as we work with 12, make it 11 laps to go this time by in stage number two. But everybody chases Christopher Bell. First it was Kyle Larson by Suarez, and then it was Kyle Larson by Truex. So Larson on the move, then Suarez, then Truex, then A.J. Allmendinger. Up the hill they go to turn number 12. Christopher Bell making the hard right-hander and back out on the start uh, on the front straightaway. With all that fist fighting for second, back through fifth or sixth, it's allowed Christopher Bell to get away by a little more than a second. Tyler Reddick trying to reel him back in. He's about five car lengths back. Another four back to get Van Gisbergen, then Kyle Larson, then Daniel Suarez. They'll work turn two to Lakeshore Drive. Tyler Reddick goes back to work again, trying to reel in race leader Christopher Bell. But Bell strong at the front of the field. He comes off corner number three, now under braking, sets up for turn number four. On the East Roosevelt, the advantage about five car lengths. It is Christopher Bell headed back up south of London. Bell executes that right-hand turn number five. Now hard on the gas and up through the gearbox at long downhill straightaway as they arrive now in turn number six. Back down all the way to second gear. Christopher Bell here's a change for third. And again, it's Kyle Larson. He'll take a spot from Dan Van Gisbergen. Opens the door now for Daniel Suarez. Larson is on the charge. He is up to third. Kyle Larson. 
Larson is a four-time NASCAR Cup Series road course winner, and they've come in the last 13 road course races. Larson is on the charge. Kyle Larson is up to the number three spot. He's going to try to run down Tyler Reddick. And he's got some work to do there. Christopher Bell leads on lap number 35, then Tyler Reddick, then comes Kyle Larson. By the way, the Xfinity fastest lap of the race was run by. How about Corey LaJoy? And right now, Corey LaJoy is in position number 35. He turned a lap at 84.837 miles an hour. Introducing the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. Get the fastest internet with a reliable connection so everyone can be online at once. The future starts now. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. With the groove all the way around this 2.2 mile circuit beginning and completely drying out, it's beginning to widen just a bit and Kurt Becker, Kyle Larson is taking advantage. He is. He's up to the third position. He's gotten around Daniel Suarez. He's got his sight set next on Tyler Reddick. That traffic headed up for turn six. He's finding places to put that Chevrolet that nobody else has tried to go and certainly not succeeded in going. It's still Christopher Bell by about six car lengths over Reddick, but it's only five more. Back to Kyle Larson. Two more to Daniel Suarez. Making their way into turn number seven. Everybody hard on the brakes. Big skyscrapers just to drivers left. Very tight quarters there on Michigan Avenue. They now flick the steering wheel to drivers right and begin the run up East Congress Plaza driving along. Left-hander lazy one. Right now the top seven running pretty much right together led by Christopher Bell. Seventh right now Michael McDowell. All eyes though on Kyle Larson. He is third. He started seventh. Dave Moody, he is definitely the man on the mission. He makes that climb up the hill, makes the hard right-hand turn, and out onto the front straightaway. Started the day seventh, as you mentioned, Jeff, and was only sixth on the restart, but man, he has thrown it into the wind since then, and he is gaining ground now on Tyler Reddick as he begins to close in. It's about three car lengths now as they wait for Shore Drive. Kyle Larson, red, white, and blue. Chevrolet continues to close in on Tyler Reddick. The battle shapes off one more time off turn number three on Lakeshore. Here's Larson now trying to chase down Reddick back into turn number four. Reddick, though, still has the spot, at least for now, by about three car lengths. They work their way back up South Columbus. Here they come now off turn number five downhill. Full song now for Christopher Bell. He continues to show the way over Reddick. The man on the move continues to be Kyle Larson. That four-car length advantage is down to just two now as they make their way through turn six and head to seven. They do indeed. Great racing at the front of the field, but a great battle continues on between the fifth and sixth place drivers. Shane Van Gisbergen, Martin Truex Jr., they've been throwing haymakers at each other. They now work their way through turn number nine and head for ten. And right behind Truex comes Michael McDowell and Ty Gibbs, both of those two drivers having good runs early on. Also a good battle between Tyler Reddick and Kyle Larson. Reddick has got second. Kyle Larson right there in third through 12 and headed back to the start-finish line. No question about it. Kyle Larson, at least right now, has the quickest car of the two. He may have the quickest car on the racetrack. He still hasn't quite been able to reel in Tyler Reddick, though. The gap has stabilized a bit at two and a half, maybe three car lengths as they make their way through the left-hand turn number two, or uh, turn number one, and up Balbo making the turn now and to Lake 
short drive as they hang the right turn. Here comes Christopher Bell, the race leader, already around the kink in turn number three. He's got the advantage out front by some 12 to 15 car lengths. Back off Lakeshore, across East Roosevelt, now on the South Columbus goes the leader. Down off Columbus, it's still continuing to be Christopher Bell. As a matter of fact, he is walking away. He's got a pretty good gap now, over two seconds the difference. Tyler Reddick's gap is beginning to shrink, though. Kyle Larson just a car length back through turn six. Let's get a focus now on the driver running fifth, Shane Van Gisbergen, who was in the third spot the opening 15, 16 laps of this race. Since then, Chris Wilner, he's given up spots to Kyle Larson, to Daniel Suarez. Truex even got by at one point but slid wide on the pass, and Gisbergen was able to retake the fifth spot. Truex off of 12 does indeed give up two spots, one to Michael McDowell, who is now six, the other one, Ty Gibbs, who is seventh, and Truex will tuck in line in eighth. He had been battling for fourth just a moment ago. 39 complete. Christopher Bell showing the way. A good ongoing battle for the runner-up spot. We'll pick it up when we come back. Alex Bowman has him stacked up in turn at number 11, and the caution flag is going to fly. He turned that car around and just about had the traffic stopped there. Everybody able to get by without any contact. So we're going under the caution flag on lap 40. Why don't we give you a mid-race update brought to you by McDonald's while we are working under the caution flag. You can celebrate Grimace's birthday by ordering his birthday meal at McDonald's. Choose between a Big Mac or a 10-piece McNuggets and get fries and Grimace's limited-time birthday shake at participating McDonald's while supplies last. We're working our fourth caution flag of the race. This for the spin in turn 11 by Alex Bowman. He didn't do it by himself. Denny Hamlin walloped the back bumper and sent Alex Bowman for the spin to put us under our fourth caution flag. We've had five lead changes today at the start-finish line. Official lead changes among four different drivers. Christopher Bell has led the most laps so far, a total of 30. Tyler Reddick has led eight laps. Ty Gibbs led a single lap and Shane Van Gisbergen led a single lap as well as we continue to work stage two there'll be four laps to go in stage two next time by Alex Bowman spun to bring out the caution flag and now Steve Post Alex is in in front of you yeah he is and he's got at least one flat tire so they're going to change out at least the left side tires looks like where that flat is as he does he gingerly brought the car around not to do any more damage they're going to go with four tires Sunoco racing fuel they cannot make it to the end they're going to need to stop again but uh, they were at the back of the field after this one. Now the crew giving the car the once-over just to make sure there's not any damage from that spin out there in turn number 11. So Alex Bowman gives up a bunch of track position because of the spin in 11. Denny Hamlin, who uh, who got into the fence in turn two much earlier in the race, did not cause a caution, has been able to rally up to the number 12 spot, has Hamlin. He's got a fast race car, but he's been mired back there in traffic. So they're going to need some uh, passes under green. They're also going to need a little bit of luck uh, as far as strategy goes to try to gain some more track position if they want to have any chance of winning today. 42 laps down next time by Alex Hayden. Let's get a quick look at at least the top 20 here. Christopher Bell showing the way on lap number 42. Kyle Larson goes second. Tyler Reddick is third. Daniel Suarez is fourth. Shane Van Gisbergen is fifth. fifth. Sixth is Michael McDowell. Ty Gibbs is seventh. Martin Trex Jr. has had his issues the last handful of laps under green. He 
is now eighth. A.J. Allmendinger is ninth, and Chris Busher is tenth. Chase Briscoe has quietly climbed the leaderboard all the way up to position at number 11. Denny Hamlin, he was your pole sitter. He continues to run 12th. He does so in front of Eric Jones, who is 13th. Ryan Priest, 14th. Ross Chastain, 15th. Ty Dillon, 16th. Joey Logano is 17th. William Byron is 18th. Jensen Button, he spun earlier. Right now he is 19th. And Todd Gilliland is 20th. Yeah, we'll go ahead and take a look at the rest of the running order. 21st is Austin Sendrick. Josh Balicki is 22nd. Andy Lally is 23rd. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in a backup car is 24th. Brad Keselowski, 25th. Kyle Busch, after an early bout with the tire barrier, is 26th. Justin Haley, 27th. Austin Dillon, 28th. Chase Elliott is 29th. Harrison Burton is 30th. Kevin Harvick is 31st. 32nd is Bubba Wallace. 33rd, Eric Almarola. 34th is Corey LaJoy. 35th, and the last car currently on the lead lap is Alex Bowman as he continues to sit on the pit lane. Running 36th. And two laps down is Noah Gregson. 37th, three laps down. And last place currently is Ryan Blaney. All cars continue to race. And that's a look at the leaderboard. When uh, Christopher Bell comes across the start line, he will put lap number 42 in the books. Green flag goes back in the air. We're racing again. The field funnels up the front stretch. Turn number one. Daniel Suarez has a bit of an issue. He'll bounce it off the wall. They head for Lakeshore Drive. The race leader is Christopher Bell, but Kurt Becker, he's got a trunk full of Kyle Larson. Let's see what Larson can do. Here comes Kyle Larson on the Lakeshore Drive. He rides in second, now under braking through turn four. Across East Roosevelt, and now swinging off turn number five. Larson still chasing Bell. Kyle Larson shoved Christopher Bell a good deal deeper into turn one than I think C. Bell wanted to go, but Christopher able to hold on to it. He's got the lead by about a car length now, but Larson is right there on his back. Make their way down the hill in turn seven. Alex Bowman has come to a rest on the race course off of turn number five on the straightaway, but he's right at an opening in the barrier, and there are safety trucks there. We'll see if they try to pull him behind the wall so we can continue under green flag conditions. The field heads for turn number 11 and 12. And it's going to be a good battle between Kyle Larson, who is running in position number two. He is all over the race leader, Christopher Bell. One lap to go in stage number two. Here comes Christopher Bell back to one. He's got about a two-car length lead on entry into turn number one. Kyle Larson trying to eat that up. Equal gap back to Reddick in third, then two more back to Shane Van Gisbergen. Caution is on the speedway. It's for the Alex Bowman stalled car. And I'm not so sure, Jeff, that that car may... Yeah, yeah, that car is on fire. A lot of black smoke now beginning to billow out of the, looks like the side uh, of the wheel wells of those cars, or of that car, I should say. The Ally Bank Chevrolet from Hendrick Motorsports. Fire team is on the scene immediately, and yeah, there is fire on that car. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. They're going to lift the hood on the Ally Chevrolet. Fire extinguishers are ready, and they will use them inside the engine bay for Alex Bowman. So we are under caution now for the fifth time here 
this afternoon. And that'll effectively end stage number two when they get back to the start-finish line. Christopher Bell will pick up the second stage win to go right along with his first stage win from earlier in today's race. Also, with the end of the stage, when they get back to the start-finish line for what it's worth category, this race is now official. Quick look at the leaderboard before the green, brought to you by Wendy's Late Night. Wendy's drive through is open until midnight or later for all of your late-night cravings, so give in to what you want and order a Baconator even later. Hours may vary at participating U.S. Wendy's. There are different strategies on board. As they come up off turn 12, the green flag goes in the air. The new race leader is a flashback. at the front of the field. He will guide them up toward turn number three, the quick right-hander. It is Haley with the advantage. Austin Dillon has lost a couple of car lengths to the leader. He's trying to hold off Chase Elliott. Chase is in third and trying to find a way to get around Austin Dillon off turn five. To South Columbus they come now. Hard on the hammer and hard on the gas. Down the hill, Justin Haley has the lead by about five car lengths over Austin Dillon who rides in third. A car length back to Chase Elliott in fourth. They race single file. Here is the scenario with the strategies. The front three drivers, Justin Haley, Austin Dillon, and Chase Elliott were last on pit road on lap number 31. Older tires and, more importantly, far less fuel. Then, from fourth back to position number 11, those drivers last pitted on lap 42. They have a little more fuel in the tank, but not as much as William Byron goes around the track. Looks like it's going to be blocked. Kevin Harvick, there's a bunch of cars involved, Jeff. Yeah, everybody is going to come to a stop. Caution out. LaJoy goes around. Eric Elmarola appears to be involved. Kevin Harvick, Bubba Wallace. I don't think we're going to see damage from this, but the track is blocked. Nobody can get through. 23 to go. Next time by, let's give you a look at the leaderboard brought to you by Skechers. Skechers, the comfort and fit specialist. Try Skechers. Relax fit, wide fit, stretch fit, arch fit, and many more. Justin Haley, Austin Dillon, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, they're the front five. The rest of the top ten, Austin Sendrick, Tyler Reddick, Ty Gibbs, Eric Almarola, and William Byron. 11th right now is Bubba Wallace, Kevin Harvick 12th, followed by Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, and Corey LaJoy. Daniel Suarez 16th, Michael McDowell 17th, Shane Van Gisbergen is 18th, 19th, A.J. Allmendinger and Chris Buescher is 20th. 21st is Martin Shrex Jr., the rest of the top 30, Chase Briscoe. Then you've got Eric Jones, Ryan Priest, Denny Hamlin, Ty Dillon, Todd Gilliland, Ross Chastain, Brad Keselowski, and Jensen Button. Then you got Josh Balicki running 31st, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Andy Lally is 33rd, Harrison Burton.
Burton, Noah Gregson, Ryan Blaney. Tough day for him. 36th. And Alex Bowman out of the race. He'll be scored in position 37 with 23 laps to go. Different strategies now. Alex Hayden. As we come to the Geico restart zone and the green flag goes back in the air. 23 laps to go. The field throttles their way up the front straightaway. Led by Justin Haley out of Indiana. Single file for the moment as they thunder down that front straightaway into the left-hand turn number one. Haley, Austin Dillon, then a car length back to Chase Elliott. Another car length back to Joey Logano. Fifth spot belongs to Kyle Busch. Then Cindric as they hit turn two. No change among the top five as they come back toward turn number three on Lakeshore Drive. Headed from north to south. Here comes the leader, Justin Haley. He races out from the corner. Now sets up for the entry into turn number four. Hard on the brakes he goes. He still has Austin Dillon about two car lengths behind. Headed back up south to London. Larson picked up a spot a moment ago, muscled his way underneath a Bubba Wallace machine. Here come the leaders racing downhill now into turn number six. Haley by two, maybe three car lengths over Dillon. Two more back to Elliott. Two more back to Joey Logano. And now they're fighting for position. Ty Gibbs is going to jump to the inside. He'll take the number seven spot from Cindric. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. goes for a spin off turn five. The entire field is driven away from him by the length of South Columbus Drive to turn six. The leaders make their way to turn number nine. And they continue to be Justin Haley, Austin Dillon, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, and how about Kyle Busch who is up to position number five. He was running dead last early on. Chase Elliott had not been very good, Dave Moody, but again, strategy playing out has put Chase Elliott in position number four. Mediocre race cars for much of the afternoon, but some outstanding strategy here in the late going have put them in a position to try and make something out of nothing. Here comes the charge now. Tyler Reddick on the back bumper of Kyle Busch. Look to driver's left in turn number one. There was nothing there. He'll follow him up the hill to turn two. Kyle Busch will do his best to try to keep Tyler Reddick behind him. So far, so good. The leader, Justin Haley, has just come off of turn number three, checking for Further back, no one steps out of line in the top five, but here comes the sixth place driver, Tyler Reddick, trying to force his way to the inside of Kyle Busch. Cannot make it stick, they're headed back off turn five. Off five now back onto South Columbus as they snake their way downhill. The lead continues to belong to Justin Haley. He maintains that two, maybe three car length advantage. The battle now is for the number five spot. Kyle Busch has got it. Tyler Reddick lined him up for an inside move, driver's left. to the inside in turn number seven does Tyler Reddick. Can't quite get alongside. Kyle Busch keeps the throttle down. Total turn six. Noah Gregson backs it hard into the tire barrier. Three wide coming into the turn. There wasn't a chance in the world. Noah fires it up. He's going to continue on after a big hit. And right now we stay under the green flag. The field now working off of turn number nine into the right hand turn number ten. Now up the hill they go. Justin Haley continues to show the way. We've got some good battles, though, shaping up further back, Dave Moody. It's Haley, Austin Dillon, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, top five. All separated by about five car lengths. Now here comes Reddick. He outbreaks Kyle Busch going into turn one. Kyle puts a big block on him. They nearly make contact, headed for two. Kyle Busch holds Reddick off.
off, at least for now. Reddick will try to regroup and see what he can do from there. The leader, Justin Haley, comes off turn three. And now checking on Kyle Busch back in the fifth position. He checks the rearview mirror. He sees Tyler Reddick right there across East Roosevelt on the South Columbus. No change in that position. Leaders continue to run single file down the hill, separated by three, maybe four. He has got himself in a heap of trouble as far as the playoff picture goes with a handful of races remaining. And he's also in a backup car today after a qualifying crash yesterday. Chase Elliott is third. And right behind him comes Joey Logano, then Kyle Busch, then Tyler Reddick. Behind Tyler Reddick, Austin Sindrick and Ty Gibbs. They work off 11 up to the right hand. Turn number 12. Austin Dillon, Chase Elliott beginning to close in on the race leader, Justin Haley. And uh, the man behind them right now, the fastest guy out there, I think, is Tyler Reddick, but he can't find his way past Kyle Busch. And the longer it takes him to make that pass, the further away the leaders are getting. Haley, Dillon, and Elliott, all separated by about a second and a half. Oh, one car hard into the inside wall. Christopher Bell hits the fence in turn one. A big hit for C. Bell, who had been the lap leader through much of the day. 37 laps led, but he cannot refire it. He's in the fence in turn one. The leaders are working their way back through turns four and five. As they head off turn five, it'll be Tyler Reddick finally completing the pass on Kyle Busch for that fifth spot. Christopher Bell with the big hit in turn one was 11th. He was coming into turn one trying to work on the back bumper of Kyle Larson. It looks like he just overdrove the car, bounced it off the tire barrier, was able to refire it finally, grab a gear, pull away. But Christopher Bell, Jeff, has lost a ton of track position. Yeah, that is for sure. A driver that looked like for a while was going to be the driver to beat, to beat the driver that would go to victory lane, not anymore. Meanwhile, at the front of the field. That top three continue to run right now, bumper to bumper, as they climb the hill going towards uh, turn number 12. It continues to be Justin Haley, but Austin Dillon now, just a car length back is the exit. Turn 12. Dillon is closing in just a car length away. Tyler Reddick has finally disposed of Kyle Busch, but he's got a lot of work to do to catch the leaders. Here comes Haley through turn number one, just a car length up over Dillon. Three more back to Chase Elliott. Now here's Reddick diving to the inside. That's the battle for the fourth spot. Joey Logano will go side by side. Reddick takes the spot in two. And it's Tyler Reddick who is on the march back through the top five, trying to get back toward the front of the field. Here they come, headed off Lakeshore Drive. No change in the top three. You've got Haley, Austin, Dillon, and Chase Elliott Then a gap of about 20 car lengths before you come to Tyler Reddick who has completed that pass of Joey Logano. They head off turn five. Tyler Reddick, the man on the run right now, trying to find his way forward. He can currently rides in the number four position. Battle for the lead, hot and heavy. Justin Haley now has the rearview mirror full of Austin Dillon as they make their way through turn two. Shane Van Gisbergen is flying through the field. He restarted back in 18th position. He just passed Kyle Larson. He is up to ninth and running everybody down, but the laps are starting to wind down. 17 to go. Turn six, Tyler Reddick piles it into the tire barrier. He overcooked it coming in. 
Monster Energy Toyota from 2311 Racing will bring the caution flag out for the seventh time. Tyler Reddick buries it to the windshield underneath the tire barrier. Here they come, back to the Geico restart zone. Green flag goes back in the air, 15 laps to go, and the field goes to one. Justin Haley storming down the front straightaway into one. He is wearing Austin Dillon. Dillon right up on his back bumper. Takes a peek to the left. Driver's left coming off turn one. There's nothing there. They'll have to trail him into turn number two. No change among the top five. On the Lakeshore Drive, Justin Haley on defense trying to keep Austin Dillon behind him as they head toward turn number three. Here comes Haley. Here comes Dillon. Chase Elliott lines up behind that pair. All three now feeling pressure because Kyle Busch is right there. The top four headed off turn number five. Here they come now downhill into what may be a very tricky turn number six. They ran the vacuum truck over that water, but it's still not completely dry. Here comes Haley now. Into turn six. He gets bumped by Dillon. They're both going to make it through six. They'll get away single file. They make their way into turn number seven. Great racing. Pick a battle. We'll go with the one for the front of the field. It's going to be Justin Haley. He's got a mirror full of Austin Dillon. They work their way around the loop, headed for turn 10. Chase Elliott looking on. Right behind him, Kyle Busch looking on. Oh, and Justin Haley gets way wide coming into turn number 10. Austin Dillon is right there, stalking his every move, under braking. Right hand, turn 12. The last one coming out onto the front straight away. Austin Dillon continues to run right behind Haley. Chase Elliott would like to make this a three-man battle for the lead. I'm not sure he's got the pace to do it right now. It continues to be Haley by a car length over Dillon. Two more back to Chase Elliott. Two more back to Kyle Busch. Then Joey Logano, Austin Sindrick, Shane Van Gisbergen up to the number seven position. Austin Dillon looks left and then right. He has made advances toward the inside, toward the outside at times, but now has lost a car length off turn three. So Justin Haley maintains the advantage. Heads to the hard right-hander. He drove it deep. Haley did in turn four. Nearly made contact with the outside wall, but is still the race leader. Carries a good bit of momentum off turn five as they race down the hill towards six now. The advantage is still only a car length. Austin Dillon late breaking into turn number six. They have traded that number six position a couple of times in the last lap and a half. Speaking of Austin Sindrick and Shane Van Gisbergen. Meanwhile, at the front of the field, Austin Dillon continues to pester the back bumper of the race leader. And Chase Elliott is right there also. Top three running nose to tail. That's Haley. That's Austin Dillon. That's Chase Elliott through turn 11 cleanly. Now up the hill to turn 12. Just a car like, oh, Austin Dillon will tag the inside of the concrete barrier. He's going to give up a spot and then some problems for Austin Dillon. He's torn up the left front corner of that machine. He is badly off the pace and that is Christmas come early for Justin Haley. His lead now is more than a second and a half as they race toward turn two. Justin Haley will try to capitalize and is hammered down on the Lakeshore Drive for the race leader. Justin Haley up at the front of the field. Everything else sorts out behind him. The advantage for Haley, some. Ten car lengths. Chase Elliott to second. Then a gap of another seven car lengths to Kyle Busch in third. Joey Logano fourth. And then Shane Van Giesbergen, who rides in fifth off the corner. 
Austin Dillon is just limping now. He's not going to be able to make the turn in turn one, I don't believe. He's made a three-point stop. Now he's going to back it on to pit road as the leaders make their way into turn number six. Justin Haley now has the lead well in hand. With Chase Elliott inheriting second place because of Austin Dillon's problem. So Chase Elliott is up to second. Kyle Busch is up to third. Joey Logano goes fourth, and Austin Sendrick is fifth. Then you've got Kyle Larson running in front of Michael McDowell. And in front of Michael, or actually behind Michael McDowell, of course, is Ty Gibbs and Eric Elmarola. That is your top ten. Justin Haley now trying to take advantage after Austin Dillon Made a mistake. Justin Haley off 12, back out onto the front straightaway. Haley's got the lead now over Chase Elliott by a fairly comfortable margin. The man to watch right now is Shane Van Gisberg, and he is up to the number five position. If he can catch a caution, who knows what he could do with the leaders. He's not happy yet. He is all over the back bumper of the Shell Pennzoil Ford, driven by Joey Logano. Van Gisberg looks to the left, now dives to the right. He'll pick up another spot as he takes fourth away from Joey Logano. Shane Van Gisbergen is on the move, headed through the top five, all the way up to the fourth position, and he wants more, but he's got some work to do before he can catch up to the back bumper of Kyle Busch. So you've got Kyle Busch across East Roosevelt in third. Van Gisbergen is fourth. They're headed up South Columbus. Here they come on to off turn number five and down South Columbus. Justin Haley just trying to do whatever he can do. If he needs to save a little fuel, he's got room enough to do that. Challenge now in the top five. Seven laps to go next time by Justin Haley, the leader. Chase Elliott second. Kyle Busch third. Joey Logano and Shane Van Gisbergen. Van Gisbergen, the fastest driver on the racetrack. He's got 4.8 seconds to make up if he wants to win in his first ever NASCAR Cup Series race. Turn eight is where the race leader is. It's Justin Haley. Second place is Chase Elliott. And Chase, don't look in the mirror, my man, because there is a fast closing Shane Van Gisbergen. He is on the back bumper off turn 12 to the front straightaway. Dave Shane Van B- uh, Gisbergen is the real deal, and he's trying to win. It has been a spectacular drive if it ends right now, but it's a long way from over. Ten laps remaining, and Van Gisbergen is there now for the runner-up position. Haley down the front straightaway into turn one. He's got about four, maybe five over Chase Elliott. Elliott has absolutely nothing over Shane Van Gisbergen, who is wearing out his back bumper as they head to two. See if Elliott can fend off the challenge as they head on to Lakeshore Drive and work their way toward turn three. You've got Chase Elliott riding in second. Shane Van Gisbergen is third. Here's Van Gisbergen. He squeezes up behind Elliott coming off the end of Lakeshore Drive and now westbound across East Roosevelt and headed on to South Columbus. Down the hill to South Columbus, heading from five to six now. It's Justin Haley, Chase Elliott, and Shane Van Gisbergen. Van Gisbergen is right there, and Elliott is closing in on Haley. The front three are now nose to tail with nine laps to go here in Chicago. Off turn six, down the hill to turn number seven. Justin Haley cannot make a mistake now. Chase Elliott gets the back bumper peppered, courtesy of Shane Van Gisbergen. He is there again. He'll follow 
his tire tracks off turn nine to turn ten. Van Gisbergen is right there, and like you heard just a moment ago, yes, he is absolutely the real deal. Right now, he is third. He is looking for more. He is chasing Chase Elliott up the hill. Chase trying to hold on to Justin Haley. The top three out onto the front straightaway with eight laps to go. Van Gisbergen looks driver's right as they make their way to the front straightaway, but Chase Elliott has got good drive off the corner. He'll hold him off again now uh, down into turn number one. It's Haley by a car length over Elliott. Van Gisbergen now looking to driver's right. He pulls alongside into two. Shane Van Gisbergen takes the number two spot as they exit turn two. Now sets his sights on race leader Justin Haley. Haley at the front coming into turn number three. He leads by three car lengths. Shane Van Gisbergen is closing ground headed off Lakeshore. Here he comes. Van Gisbergen just inches from the back bumper of the race leader. Justin Haley, you better run for your life because the wolf is at the back door. Shane Van Gisbergen looking driver's right. Crosses over. Looks to the left. Under braking as they come into six. He tries to do it the hard way. There's nothing there. He'll reform for another attack as they head for seven. Takes a peek to inside. Here he comes. Oh, the caution flag is out. Car hard into the tire barrier. It looks like Martin Truex Jr. in turn number one, perhaps. Maybe turn six. We'll follow up with Dave Moody, but Shane Van Gisbergen made the move in turn number seven for the race lead. The caution came out. It's Martin Truex Jr. in the tires in turn two. So Truex will bring us under the caution flag with eight laps to go. They're hanging out of the high rises, trying to get a look at the final six laps of the Chicago Street Race live on the Motor Racing Network. That's right, six laps to go. Justin Haley, under caution, currently is the race leader. Jeff Striegel alongside Alex Hayden. We're in the broadcast booth watching it all unfold with Dave Moody, Kurt Becker, Dan Hubbard, and Jason Toy out in the corners for us this weekend. On pit road, Steve Post and Chris Wilner Van Gisbergen. That is the person who is trying to hold on and go to victory lane. Now he's second. He's got hitters behind him. He's got champions behind him. Elliott, Bush, Logano, and Larson all lining up behind a driver making his first ever career start. Can he pull it off? Green flag goes back in the air. Five laps to go. Justin Haley will lead him to turn one. Haley has the number one spot as they storm across the start-finish line, and here they come into turn number one. Haley has the lead in one. Now watch Van Gisbergen. He's done some great work heading for turn two. He's going to try it again. He's there. He's got the lead in two. Shane Van Gisbergen to the point as they exit out on Purple and white Chevrolet, Shane Van Gisbergen at the wheel, showing the way as they come racing off the corner. Justin Haley won't go away that easily. Here's Haley now. He looks to the left. He looks to the right, but he's second chasing after Van Gisbergen. The crowd over here in turns one and two are on their feet for Shane Van Gisbergen. I don't know if he brought a bunch of Kiwis with him this weekend or they're just taking a shine to the new guy, but either way, he's got the lead and he is pulling away. The lead now is two car lengths. With 
four laps to go next time by the lead is going to continue to grow. He can run the line he wants to now. Remember on lap 51, he started in 18th and has driven his way by everybody. And they say it's hard to pass here on the streets of Chicago, Jeff. He's proven that he can do it. Van Gisbergen already back to turn number 10. That is the 90-degree right-hander, and he is pulling away by two, by three car lengths over Justin Haley on the brakes, downshifts one time, right hand, 90 degree, turn 12, back out onto the front straightaway for our new race leader. Shane Van Gisbergen just pulling away now, a car length, two car lengths, three car lengths into turn number one. Haley's got the second spot by one over Chase Elliott, one more back to Larson, one more to Kyle Busch, but the leader is about to get out of Dodge. Shane Van Gisbergen comes off turn number three at the front of the field and continues to build on his late race lead. The advantage out to four car lengths, the advantage out to five. Here he comes back into turn number four. Dustin Haley right second. Chase Elliott almost loses it across. He throws the belt. He has to gather the car back in. He's five down the hill now heading for six van gisbergen is gone his lead has gone from a car length a lap or two ago he's now up by six or seven but they're jamming up behind him five or six cars now nose to tail the battle for second down the hill into turn number seven under heavy braking on the michigan avenue kyle larson is there kyle bush is in the mix austin Sendrick, joey logano they go wheeling their way up into turns eight nine and ten van gisbergen is long gone he's already through turn number 10 that battle for second though is going to be a good one before the checkered flag flies justin haley chase elliott kyle larson kyle bush here comes haley he's got second he's trying to hold on to it chase elliott's trying to take it away justin haley has done a tremendous job of holding off chase elliott kyle larson kyle bush and company but he's not out of the woods yet with three laps to go. Haley by a car length over Elliott. Then it's two back to Kyle Larson as they continue to watch Shane Van Gisbergen drive off into the sunset. Justin Haley continues to fight hard to hang on to the second position. So far has been able to keep Chase Elliott behind him. The leader, Van Gisbergen, comes back across Lakeshore Drive. His advantage now some eight car lengths. The battle for second, third, fourth, and fifth continues to line up those detail. They look like Justin Marks made a pretty darn good choice when he chose Shane Van Gisbergen to wheel this Project 91 Chevrolet. He's got all the lead he needs right now. Haley doing a tremendous job of holding off Chase Elliott. He's got two car lengths on Elliott. And to turn number seven, Chase Elliott, who is just not happy at all. Yesterday in practice and qualifying, wrecked the car in qualifying, going to a backup. He is what they call making some chicken salad here today on the streets of Chicago. He is up to position three. He's been holding steady right there after the uh, strategy call from early on. And Gisbergen now just driving away from the field with just two laps remaining. He's already up the hill and into turn number 12. Justin Haley right now holding down second and comfortable at that point. Then Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, and Kyle Busch. Justin Haley right now the best of the rest as they storm down the front straightaway. One more time into turn number one. Van Gisbergen just hitting all his marks. Justin Haley continues to hold a car length in hand over Chase Elliott. Here's 
Justin Haley now in that second position with Chase Elliott lining up behind him in third. Still no change among the top five. At the front of the field, Shane Van Gisbergen already around turn number three. Trouble turn one. We've got a car in the wall trying to back out of the tire barrier. Let's see if he can do it. It's Ricky Stenhouse Jr. as Stenhouse not having any luck freeing himself. Caution on the speedway for the ninth time today. Bubba Wallace also has serious damage to the nose of his McDonald's Toyota. Not sure where that came from, but it is completely crunched up. But, Jeff, caution comes out looking like we may be going to overtime on the streets of Chicago. And for the first time, Shane Van Gisbergen is going to be the race leader on a potential restart in a NASCAR Cup Series race with a pack of snarling cars on his back bumper. Not going to matter. It will not matter. This driver, this man behind the wheel is just too good. He is absolutely spectacular out here in Chicago. Um, now the question is going to become fuel. Then we'll get back to the, uh, we'll give you an update. Bubba Wallace is the driver that just flat out wiped out Ricky Stenhouse Jr. under braking. Bubba Wallace had him locked down. Slid all the way across traffic and wiped out Stenhouse. All right, we had drivers that pitted on lap number 31. They included Justin Haley and Chase Elliott. Postman, those drivers are second and third at the moment. And they are concerned. Uh, they the, the problem is, is you want to save fuel. Uh, the problem is, is what they had in the rearview mirror uh, and, and went by them. They couldn't save fuel. And so they have both been told, which they've been told since that they, they pitted, uh, that they need to save fuel. And, and they just don't know. They think they've got enough. Possibly if we go one lap extra, we go two laps extra. Uh, they don't know. They're just in a real bad spot now as far as fuel goes and not really sure they're going to be able to make it to the end. Shane Van Gisbergen is going to be getting some coaching in the earbuds inside that helmet. No question from the spotters on how to do this restart. It will be a single file restart, but also how about the crew chief, Darian Grubb, Jeff? Darian Grubb is a talented crew chief who has won a bunch of races with some of the sports best to do it. Well, he he has indeed, and it was cool to see that Darian was going to be back on the box. He became a a full-time cup crew chief back in 2007 and at that time it was with Hendrick Motorsports and Casey Mears obviously his career took off after that he has uh one at the highest levels time and time again. 23 wins as a NASCAR Cup Series crew chief with some of the best that's ever done it. Jimmy Johnson's one of those drivers. Tony Stewart is one of those drivers. Carl Edwards is one of those drivers as well. When you think about what he's been able to accomplish as a crew chief with different race teams and championship caliber drivers, Darian Grubb has earned his spot in this sport, and he has been the perfect person with such a calm voice and such a calm demeanor on the radio to a driver from New Zealand who's got a world of talent. It is unquestioned his talent, but the way they do things in NASCAR a little bit different than the way they do things in the Supercar Series. Yeah, you talk about a world apart. How about Floyd, Virginia for Darian Grubb, the driver from Auckland, New Zealand. Darian Grubb, I think you, uh, you told me this a long time ago built late models when he was in high school. Now that's, you know, I think I played baseball. You played baseball. He built race cars. Into overtime we go with a green, white, checkered finish.
five Chevrolet Camaros occupy the front five positions, led by the New Zealand driver Shane Van Gisbergen to the Geico restart zone. Green flag in the air. He gets a good restart, but so does Justin Haley. They race to turn number one. Van Gisbergen trying to take Trackhouse Racing to victory lane to start the month of July. That's where they ended the month of June. He is away by a car link. Oh, a little bit of a bobble at the exit of turn number one, but he's back on the hammer, and he's pulling away by two. On the Lakeshore Drive once again, here comes Shane Van Bergen with the race lead. Van Bisgeren has the lead off turn number three, and now he slips just a bit off the corner, but now he gathers it back in. Here's Haley. He looks to the inside, but by the time he tries to mount a challenge, the leader is already off turn number five on the South Columbus. Shane Van with a couple of bobbles in the first two turns as he tried to get a little heat back into those tires, but now that he has, he is beginning to pull away. The lead is three car lengths. The lead is four as they make their way through turn six. Haley is second. Elliot third. Larson and Kyle Wood. And Gisbergen just absolutely flawless on every turn. Maybe a little bobble back there in turn four, not through turn number six, not through turn seven. He makes the left-hand sweeper out front and pulling away. As he makes his way off turn 10 into turn number 11, under braking, he'll downshift for the flat 90-degree right-hand turn. He's going to climb the hill. He'll crest it, come up to set up for turn number 12, the last corner on the course. He makes the right-hand turn. He'll make the exit through the gearbox again. White flag in the air. It's Shane Van Gisbergen. Got one lap to go. One more time down the front straightaway. In a turn one. The grandstands are giving him some love. They are on their feet here in Chicago for Shane Van Gisbergen. He leads the way off turn one. He leads the way to turn two for the final time. Shane Van Gisbergen for the final time heads off turn number three across Lakeshore Drive. He is the race leader. Here he comes now, rocketing off the end of Lakeshore and headed back into turn number four. Shane Van Gisbergen standing tall and leading in Chicago. Looking to take track house racing Project 91 to victory lane and he's got all the daylight he needs. Down the hill out of turn five. Down shifting into turn six. Five, six car lengths he advantage for Shane Van Gisbergen one more time out onto Michigan Avenue in downtown Chicago, Illinois. That is turn seven. He's through it and he's through it cleanly. Now the right hand run through turn number eight, the left hand turn nine, the right hand turn ten. He's all alone and headed to turn number eleven. Under breaking, setting up for turn number eleven. The fans in the massive grandstands waving their way to give him the encouragement he needs. He's clean off eleven. Up the hill. Headed for turn number 12. He'll stand on the brakes. Downshift. Here's the car. Sets it cleanly. Checkered flag in the air. In his first ever NASCAR Cup Series start, Shane Van Gisbergen, the New Zealand driver, wins on the streets of Chicago. Shane Van Gisbergen wins the Grant Park 220 in a fantastic drive for Trackhouse Racing Project 91. He comes from New Zealand. He comes to Chicago, and he will park the car in victory lane. Let's go to pit road. They are losing their minds down here in the track house team. Darian Grubb, congratulations. Back to victory lane. Describe your thoughts right now. Uh, just so glad this Kiwi came over and played with us. He is an amazing driver. Put on a heck of a show. 
proud of everything that uh, Justin Marks has done to set this program up, and hopefully we can continue to keep doing this and putting on a show like this. Incredible day. Incredible day. I think that sums it up. The veteran crew chief, Darian Grubb, a winner again in the Cup Series. Shane Van Gisbergen has won in the streets of Chicago. You're going to hear from him and other top finishers coming up. NASCAR Live Race Day continues on the Motor Racing Network. Shane Van Gisbergen has won here at the Chicago Street Course. He's done it in dramatic fashion. Let's not forget, he was the driver that was running in position number 18. And Alex Hayden, he just simply picked them off one after another after another all the way to the top to take the win. From New Zealand, he still makes his home there. It is 1.30 in the afternoon tomorrow in New Zealand. So everybody in New Zealand that is paying attention to their native son winning, they're at work right now and they're jumping up and down for joy. Absolutely. And Steve Post, we're going to hear from your race winner in just a moment, along with some of your top finishers. But how about that burnout? by our race winner, Postman. You're right down there next to him. Let that celebration begin. Holy cow, did he burn the hides off this Chevy Camaro. Started all the way to turn 12, did a bunch of donuts down there. The crowd is going wild as he's climbed out of the race car. Oh my gosh, the pit wall, the pit suites, the grandstand, and now the crew has swarmed Shane Van Van Gisbergen as he picks up the win here. We'll talk to him here in just a few moments. drive an absolute privilege to watch him stand on the brake work the accelerator work the gear shift and it's truly a ballet inside the cockpit of these race cars working both feet on the pedals the right hand coming off the steering wheel they don't have paddle shifters behind the steering wheel it is a single gear shift that is sequential push it upwards for downshifting pull it down for upshifting on these transmissions, and he just did it flawlessly, not just today, Jeff, but all weekend. Yeah, and the thing that he had told us early on was just give me a little bit of time without a, without a lot of people around me. If I can get out there, I can run, and I can run hard. Well, it didn't take him long to figure out how to run with, you know, Kyle Busch by his side, with Chase Elliott by his side, working his way through traffic, picking off Joey Logano, picking off Truex. He picked off the best in the business, and he did it without putting a mark on that race car. What a drive. You're going to hear from him coming up in just a moment with Steve Post. He comes home with a win over Justin Haley, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, and Kyle Busch. That's your top five. Time to pick the Xfinity Mobile Reliable Performance of the Race presented by Xfinity. Xfinity keeps you connected with the fastest mobile service with 5G and millions of Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash mobile. Jeff, has there, has there ever been a more slam dunk Xfinity Mobile Reliable Performance no, of the Race? <laughs> no. I think it's unanimous. I think Postman and Moody and Kurt, they'd all weigh in. This one is... Uh, This one's a no-brainer. Yeah, it is. What a drive. And, again, what a drive by all the drivers on this street course. 
There were so many people that didn't know. The unknowns were the thing. But I got to tell you, we succeeded it and succeeded it vastly. Now, let's go down to Ruoff Mortgage, Victory Lane, and Steve Post. They have lost their minds in the street of Chicago. Shane Van Gisbergen is here in Victory Lane. Van Gisbergen, Daniel Suarez in giving him a big congratulatory hug. Here are more of the crew guys down here. At tears of joy down here as celebrating more of the family, more of the friends down here as he comes in to celebrate. Oh, my gosh, we're going to try to catch a word with him here. Oh, the party is on. Shane, congratulations. Can you even describe your thoughts, your emotions right now? No, it's a whirlwind. Um, unbelievable. Thank you so much to this team and the elation here. Like, what a, what a feeling. What a feeling, no doubt about it. Started in the 18th spot with 24 laps. Describe your run over those final 24 laps. It was just full sand, and everyone else was pushing hard, and I knew we had a tire advantage. There was about four or five guys we did have to pass, but, um, yeah, then once we started picking them off in front, it was so much fun, and everyone was racing really clean, and I really enjoyed that. How challenging is that not knowing the tendencies of the drivers as well, because you've never raced against these guys? Normally you have brake lights, and you can see where they're braking and go a bit later, so without brake lights it was pretty tough, but um, so much fun. I, I really enjoyed that. Finally, the last lap, the green light checker, the restart. Just describe what you needed to do and your emotions, your thoughts as you went through those last two laps. Yeah, you know once you see the white, it's... It's semi-job done, but I still had to pick every marker and just try and concentrate on hitting all the marks and getting the job done. And I can't thank these guys enough. Enhanced Health, Project 91, Trackhouse Racing. Like, yeah, what a feeling to join these guys. Congratulations. Thank you. Cheers. There we go. Cheers indeed, that's for sure. My gosh, what a scene we have down here as he picks up the win. Shane Van Gisbergen is the winner here at the Chicago Street Race. Congratulations to Shane Van Gisbergen down in Ruoff Mortgage Victory Lane. If you have questions about getting a home loan, visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for a fast and stress-free home loan from Ruoff Mortgage. Welcome home. Van Gisbergen with the win. Justin Haley, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch. Top five, Austin Sindrick, Michael McDowell, Joey Logano, Ty Gibbs, and Chris Buescher coming across the line one through ten. That is a celebration. Like you said, it's one in the afternoon in his home country. I have a feeling that... Uh, Tomorrow afternoon, he may very well be continuing to celebrate that. So uh, let's go back down uh, to pit road. Steve Post has caught up with some of our top finishers. Uh, Chase Elliott is down here, drove the Hooters Chevrolet to a third-place finish here today. Chase, can you just describe the last 24 hours of your life and what a whirlwind has been and then to get a third-place finish? Uh, yeah, I, I put our I put our team in a really a really bad spot uh, yesterday. I think I've crashed about five times this weekend. So yeah, just uh, certainly need to be better. Um, huge congratulations to Shane, man. That that was a that was a clinic. I, I was watching him yesterday, and I had a pretty good feeling he was gonna be he was gonna be tough. So uh, he's gonna go home and tell all of his friends how bad we are. So we need to we need to go to work. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to work. I need to be better than what I was here this weekend so nice to get a top five appreciate everybody on our hooters uh chevy team for fighting through the weekend and felt like we 
got pretty fortunate to, to end up where we did. There we go. That is Chase Elliott with a third-place finish here. We're going to make our way down the line and try to grab some of the other top finishers down here. Uh, check back with me here in a second. We've got, uh, we'll get up with some of the other top five finishers here in just a moment. Chevrolet swept the top five uh, places there with Van Gisbergen winning, Justin Haley second, Chase Elliott third, Kyle Larson fourth, and Kyle Busch in the number five spot. Steve? We're down here with all the top five finishers, and uh, haven't seen Justin Haley down here just yet. Kyle Bush and Kyle Larson down here meeting with some of the folks and hanging out with some of the reporters. Kyle, fifth place finish. Uh, what an adventure. You got a wadded up race car and a fifth place run. Could kind of describe the way your day played out here at Chicago. Yeah, I mean, putting it in the tire barriers there early in the race didn't do us any favors, but, um, you know, trying to get all you can in those icy conditions, it was a bit treacherous, but um, I just got locked up and just couldn't get it back, you know, just slid off the track into the into the tire. But um, thankfully, we didn't have too much damage. We were able to come in and fix it and, and um, you know, get back rolling, get back out there and start working on passing some guys. And really wasn't going too far forward. So we were able to pull a different card on strategy being back there, being back in traffic and uh, just thinking maybe, just maybe that the race is going to get cut short because of darkness. So, um, you know, we we played that option and it worked in our favor. Worked in his favor. That's a fifth place finish for Kyle Larson. Let's or Kyle Bush. Let's talk to Kyle Larson. He's down here getting some congratulations from people. As uh, Kyle comes home with a uh, third-place finish, I believe, or fourth-place finish. Kyle, um, just describe your day here at the Chicago Street Course. Uh, my day, it was fun. Um, I kind of took care of it there in the wet and just tried to get my confidence slowly built up. And as the lane quickly dried out, I felt like I was really good under braking, and especially when we put the slicks on. So was able to cruise forward a little bit and then thought we were going to have a great shot to win and then um, you know, the, the strategy kind of played out weird and they cut the race short and um, ultimately I don't I think you know we probably could have finished second you know uh, Shane was super fast so that was um, that was really fun to watch from from my view and the moves he was making was just uh, incredible he was taking us all to school so um, I hope you fans enjoy that show because it was uh, it was a lot of fun for my seat. It certainly was. That's Kyle Larson, and the guy that had the runner-up seat was Justin Haley down here. Justin, second-place finish here. Uh, just kind of describe the waning laps of that thing as you sat out in front and tried to hang on to win the race. I mean, uh, what are you going to do? He had 16-lap pressure tires, so um, it was all I could do, but hats off there. everyone. This has been a Chevrolet. Awesome. Second place. I feel like, um, you know, we made the best out of it. I wrecked it yesterday in practice, put us behind, so... It, uh, it, stu- it sucks to lose. I feel like we don't get an uh, opportunity to win so often, so it stings a little bit more, but uh, really excited for Atlanta next week. And on. There we go. And, uh, well, our race winner's not done with the burnouts because there he goes again, just lighting the hides up on that car. Holy cow, what a day here. There's your top five finishers. A lot of respect for our race winner here today at the Chicago Street Course. Shane Van Gisbergen is celebrating down there. Why not do donuts until they turn the lights out and kick them out? Of here. He deserves it. He put on a clinic. He picks up the win over Justin Haley, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, and Kyle Bush. You just heard from our top five, sixth this afternoon and into this evening. Austin Sindrick, Michael McDowell, seventh, Joey Logano, eighth, ninth, Ty Gibbs, and Chris Busher was tenth.
And that continues his longest streak of Cup Series uh, top 10 finishes in the road courses more than anybody else on the uh, circuit. 11th was Denny Hamlin. Eric Almarola was 12th. 13th was William Byron. 14th, Corey LaJoy. 15th was Ryan Priest. Eric Jones was 16th. A.J. Allmendinger was 17th. Christopher Bell, 18th. Todd Gilliland, 19th. And Chase Briscoe was 20th. Jensen Button finished 21st. 22nd was Ross Chastain. Josh Balicki, 23rd. Brad Kozlowski, 24th. Noah Gregson, 25th. Andy Lally, 26th. Daniel Suarez, 27th. 28th went to Tyler Reddick. Kevin Harvick, 29th. And Harrison Burton was 30th. Bubba Wallace, 31st. Martin Trex Jr., 32nd. Ryan Blaney was 33rd. Rick Stenhouse Jr., 34th. Ty Dillon was 35th. Austin Dillon, 36th. And Alex Bowman will finish today's race in the 37th position. A lot of people going home wet, and they include some of those that are on our crew. Uh, we want to thank first, though, our producer, Ryan Horn, our broadcast engineer, Steve Fridley. Our audio engineer, Craig Moore, assisted by Maya Ellison, and our director of operations, Frank Beers. Now those that were wet all day long include Dave Moody. He was out in the turns, and he was joined by our own Kurt Becker, Jason Toy, and Dan Hubbard. Up and down pit road for you this weekend, Steve Post and Chris Wilner, my broadcast partner, is Alex Hayden. My name is Jeff Striegel, and together, Alex, we want to wish everybody a very happy and safe Independence Day weekend, wherever they may be celebrating. We appreciate all of them twisting into the Motor Racing Network for live coverage of this historic event. Shane Van Gisbergen becomes the seventh driver in NASCAR Cup Series history to win in his very first start. The last to do it, 1963 at Daytona. Lone Star JR, Johnny Rutherford, was the one to do it. Shane Van Gisbergen, he flew to the United States of America. He drove on the streets of Chicago, and he parks in Ruoff Mortgage Victory Lane. We congratulate him. Shane Van Gisbergen, the winner in Chicago. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.